Hello. How are you doing? Us? We're fine. In case you haven't wondered, you're listening, it's that time for Ed and Sean. You know those two. Those silly gooses. Those guys are called geeksters. <laughs> And welcome well, to episode 466 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hey, Ed. How's uh, it hanging? Good. How are you, sir? I'm okay. I'll be uh, a little tired. Just uh, achy, sore, working. <laughs> working for a living. <laughs> See, I'm a little sick, to be honest with you. A little bit. I'm a little nasally. Um, Stacy, my wife, she was definitely sick, and I think I caught a little something-something from her. Ah. Uh, you know, but I'm also, you know, I work in retail. And I got those kids, those little kids who come in who parents haven't taught them how to cover their mouths when they're coughing. So it's like, <laughs> <coughs> and I'm like, <coughs> I'm like, oh, you just coughed all over my counter. Where's the disinfectant? You know, oh, little brat, Santa's not coming for you. That's that goes on the naughty list, kid. Right? You know, I got a direct line to Santa. I'm gonna. Tell I do. You where do you think these games come from, Santa? Hanukkah Harry, you know, <laughs> Kwanzaa Ken, <laughs> Kwanzaa. I mean, I don't know, does, does, do people who celebrate Kwanzaa get gifts? Like, is there like a, like a spokesperson? A spokesperson for, for Kwanzaa? Kwanzaa? No, I don't know, I no. honestly don't know. No, alright, hmm, okay, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know, I mean, like, there's not really one for Hanukkah, but the Hanukkah Harry is supposed to be like, you know, the guy, I guess. Just you know, so life came up with this guy, Hanukkah <laughs> Harry, or what do you call it? Uh, who? What's the Tom Hanks pumpkin guy? Um, pumpkin, whatever. Uh, what the hell's his name? Jesus Christ, it's gonna bother me now. <laughs> I gotta Google that real quick. You bring that up. So you I gotta bring it up. Tom <clears throat> Hanks's Halloween character. <laughs> David David Pumpkins. I'm David Pumpkins. What's that got to do with Halloween? <laughs> I'm David Pumpkins. What are the skeletons for? They're a part of it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, I'm a little. I'm trying. I'm. I'm I feel like every day I'm f- recovering. Is okay. what I feel like I just, you know, I'm overweight too. So I kind of wake up and I'm already like, <sighs> "How you doing?" Walking, you know, I'm gonna walk down two flights of stairs, put the dog out, uh, which means I gotta walk back up those two flights of stairs. Son of a bitch, <laughs> you know. Like this morning, I was really hacking and coughing, like you know, like doing the dry haven. I was I was really very worried. I was like, "Am I going to go to work today, or should I be going to the, you know, the hospital?" And eventually, I calmed down. I was like, you know, I got over anxious about it, and I yeah. was like, "All right, well, breathe through the nose, out through the mouth. Everything seems fine. You know, checking no pains here, no pains there. You know, I'm like, all right, I guess I'm okay. Let me go to work and suffer the. Stacy thinks it's anxiety for my job. She thinks you know it's it's time maybe to think about another path. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I think about it. I usually think about it when I'm in the moment. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, my God, I fucking hate this job. I think I should quit. I should quit right now. 
What are you going to do? I don't know. And that's the bigger fear. Yeah. What are you going to do? I don't know. Oh, shit, son. (laughs) (laughs) Got to do something. Got to do something. You know, like, oh, I ain't making money off Geeksters, so I'm (laughs) shit out of luck. (laughs) We've been trying to for 10 years, ain't made a dime yet. In fact, we owe money. (laughs) Cut that. Hey, you boys need to make a payment for that server. If not, you ain't getting access to none of your shows. Okay, sir. It's going to go up this year. Oh, quick, we got to find someone who's doing a trial run somewhere. (laughs) Hey, come on over here, fellas. We're going to give you a year for free if you sign up. That sounds awesome. Two years later. We gotta pay that bill. <laughs> you said exactly another guy. Same person. We own them all. That's what's sad about it. Like, they all own each other. Boy, <laughs> please don't make me pop a cab in your ass. Oh, oh, hold on. Excuse me. That's soda. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to. Keep my spirits up, Ed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm David Pumpkins. <laughs> um, so, how was your week? Um, good. I, 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 I bought a lot of things on... on Ooh! Uh, Ed, Ed spent some money. He got adult money. I, I bought a few things, but not a lot. There wasn't much out there I was really super interested in. At some point, I felt like I'm just spending $5 just to buy something. So I could talk about it on the show. <laughs> <laughs> thing, like, like I found out, <clears throat> I, I go to uh, it's my it's d it's it's upc dot uh, upcdvd.com is the site I go to okay. for barcodes that you can scan okay. on Voodoo and all that kind of stuff. Right. And if you scan certain ones, you get the actually the high definition ones, not the the 4K, right? But the high def ones, the right, high right, def okay. ones for two dollars instead okay. of uh, spending five dollars. So I I went, I went a little crazy this week, and mm. I but I did buy some 4Ks and all that kind of stuff because because there was a three for fifteen deal going right, right, on. Right. So, uh, oh boy, so it I bought some money. It spent some money. It spent some money. What'd you buy, Ed? Uh, so, uh, <coughs> excuse first me. First world problems. <laughs> so I, I bought uh, a bunch of uh, movies uh, that were like $2. Uh, Team America World Police. I like that movie. I did too. I, I own that. I bought that for five bucks though. Because, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of something. So. <laughs> uh, one movie that I've watched like numerous times and I've enjoyed, and there's got a, it's got a pretty good star cast, was Major League. With Tom Barringer, uh, Wesley Snipes, oh, and uh, okay, right, it's a baseball uh, Charles, movie. Yes, right, right, right. Okay, it's where they're um, they're like the worst team, and they're owned by a woman, and they guarantee that you know, like they're making it to the win dependent. And there's a, 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 a cut out of her, and they peel off clothing yeah. ever as, as yeah. they win the game. the game. Right, 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 right. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, the uh, Flash Gordon, 1980 Flash Gordon. Uh, you yeah. know, oh, oh, savior <laughs> of the universe. <laughs> da, da, da. Uh, a Dune was another one I bought for for $2. okay. Is that the um, the original Dune, not the not the, the new... what do you call it, the David Lynch one? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Daryl, this movie I liked a lot. I don't know why. It's about a boy who's a robot who a family adopts, and then they they terminate the project because the government uh, project because it escapes, and and they so they make 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 it look like it died, and then it disappears uh, and goes back to the family. Basically, gotcha. Happy ending. Um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, you know the old nineteen seventy. Right, 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 right. Yeah, was that a was that a, a two dollar bit? Yeah, two dollar bit. Okay. Yeah. 
And then Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Do you uh, do the old put it up on your laptop and then... Yeah. Right? I'm going to have to borrow Stacy's laptop. Right, because like I said, you know, and I go through and I... Because I like... I go through my wish list and I'm like... I'm like... Ah, uh, do I have it? And then, like some of them, like like it even has like the unrated version, like Priest. I've just bought like, okay. like another one, right, like right, I said, right. it's HDX, but it's on the unrated version. So I think uh, another one I've seen multiple times. I've enjoyed highly uh, in the last mm, say year and a half. Huh? The King's Speech. Ah, it was a really good movie. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I remember it won an Oscar, and I'm like, "What's it about?" And I couldn't get it, and and I realized that I, I think I what did I watch? I must watch it on cable one day, and I really fell into the character like i thought it was really like i think what's his name won an oscar for it um, um oh he's in nobody caught jeffrey rush no not jeffrey rush the other guy uh the guy from uh the colin firth colin firth yes and to me when he popped up in um the kingsman i was surprised i'm like this guy does mostly drama i've never seen him in an action movie and i'm like get the fuck out of here. he's really really good like <laughs> that church scene is phenomenal yeah all right, so uh, all right, so you got that one. Okay, right, and I was also bought the uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory since I already got Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I might as well might as well go for the other version, <laughs> the version right? right? And then these are the ones I bought for 4K. Uh, I bought uh, Star Trek Six: The Undiscovered Country, the director's cut. Okay, you know, uh, Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan, the director's cut. Can I ask why? I don't have them digitally. <laughs> Okay, because I know you bought the director's cut physically, and you're like, there's no difference. There's like two minutes, and it's all different cuts. I'm like, so why would you buy the digital version? Do you have the other version, the not director's cut? Yeah, the not director's cut. So you have both cuts. Yeah, both cuts. Now, I like alternative cuts. Sure. So, you know, the uh, 20, I think it's 2014 Godzilla movie. With Matthew Broderick? Matthew Broderick. No, no, not Matthew Uh, Broderick. Oh, okay, the reboot? The reboot, yeah. Oh, okay, 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 the one that that led into... Godzilla versus Kong. Right. Gotcha. Uh, then these are next. Another, another <coughs> four, more 4K ones. Uh, Yakuza Princess. Somebody told me this was a really good movie. Every once in a while, I circle around it. I'm so, like, hey, it looks interesting. Yeah. So um, another movie that I've probably watched a month. A horror movie. I, I don't know if it's considered a horror oh. movie. To me, it is, though. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. <coughs> it's considered a thriller. I wouldn't call it a horror movie. Okay. To me, it's a horror movie. It's, you know. There's not really any horror aspects of it. I mean, he's a murderer, and, and you know, but and nothing like. Ch- 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 ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I wouldn't. That's why I was. To me, it's more of a, a thriller. All right. If when you if when, you, you, if when you, you, you walk into that 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 room with the cell in the middle of it, and the guy's skin is spread out like a like a butterfly out in the right? one corner. To me, that's horror. That gotcha. is not okay. a thriller. I call it art. I call it art. <laughs> How do you know his name? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got no arms and no legs, and he's pinned up against the wall. <laughs> it's like same guy in the ocean. His name's Bob. <laughs> All right. So uh, the last one for the 4K was um, another horror movie. No. <laughs> I don't know why, why. This is a movie that I've watched and I've enjoyed, and I can't tell you why. I can't put my thing around. Real genius. I almost bought that too because it's it was the three for fifteen, mm-hmm. but I found myself really struggling for those three movies. I was like, oh, I guess I could you know get real genius. I'm like, I remember watching it. I don't really remember enjoying it. Like I enjoyed it. I mean, it's a it's a bizarre film. It's a you know, and and I've I've watched like like kind of like uh, documentaries based off of it, and you know, in terms of YouTube users and all. And now they right. talk about it and how like. 
it was like almost like a, a real life story kind of put to, to film where gotcha. where they were using college students to solve world problems or problems you know type of thing and here they were using from government right. use type of thing but they never right. told yeah. the students that it's like hey kids how would you create a laser that could pick somebody off from a thousand yards just hypothetically go do a little think tank and figure it out and they'd figure it out and, the, and, they, and somebody's going you got that all right let's make it <laughs> And then, of course, you know it's a it's a somewhat comedy, so they're like, we gotta make some laughs about it. Let's and, yuck and, this up, right, right. and then have the underdog beat the government because <laughs> you know that happens all the time. <laughs> so, right. so I thought that was interesting. So uh, a couple of them I didn't mention uh, that I purchased on uh, uh, on the thing because I'm, I have them physically. I bought them physically. Uh, okay, you bought them so, physically. Uh, but I'll, I will get to the. I'll let you know when they what they are when they ha- when I when I okay. pull them out. Of course, that you know about this one. Right, I saw out. you last night. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> it's a movie called Knives Out. Uh, it was like five bucks. They the Target unfortunately is one of the, one of those companies now that are are shrinking their boy are they ever. Shrinking their movie selection, so basically you're just going to get like whatever the Tuesday like big movie of the of the week is. Right. Basically, that's all you're going to see. You might see a few hand me downs. Like, I'm going to say maybe top fifty. Okay. Yeah, like because there still is a little section of movies like Sing Two still there. Right. I'm like, all right, that's probably. But I, I just think they have so much of that that they right. can't like just get rid of it. Right. Like they gotcha. have to still sell it. You know, you're going to see the holiday movies like Christmas and all. You're going right, to see a right, bunch right. of those. You know, so if you're right. with the whole new slipcover on it, really <laughs> look, buddy, the elf. Does it come with a digital copy? Nope. I ain't fucking buying it then. <laughs> <laughs> and then a couple I just picked up. Um, I don't know why it was, it's on Netflix, but I okay. wanted to buy it. it's Blade of the Forty Seven Ronin. That is the sequel to the Forty Seven Ronin, Ronin right. with Keanu Reeves. Reeves. Right. Right. I figured up. I'll pick that up, put in my part my collection since I have Forty Seven Ronin okay. thing. And then the Ryan Reynolds, you showed me this one movie. I enjoyed it highly, and it came with a digital copy. So this is oh, one of the ones. Very nice. So it's a DVD and digital copy. The Voices by uh, with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds plays a guy who hears voices from his cat and his dog. Mm. The dog's like, the, "Hey, buddy." How's everybody going? And the cat's like, kill them all. <laughs> right? It's very, it's a very funny movie. I would say offbeat comedy. Very dark film, comedy, I think. Very dark. Yeah. I mean, and it's, like, I, I, I bought it mainly because he's in it. Yeah. And I was like, and he does the voices of the dog and the cat, too. Oh, okay. So that's why it makes it kind of even funnier because, like, well, then he's probably just, it's all in his head. Or is it? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> all right, what else you got? Uh, this one I had, and I scanned it for $2, because the copy, when I was watching this physically, this was when the Wednesday night movie, by the way, uh, with Sip Bond, right, right. the final cut with uh, Robin Williams, uh-huh. and the, right in the middle of the movie, it skipped. Oh. So I missed like a good 20 minutes of the movie. Oh, that sucks. So I had to scan it and watch right, it digitally yeah. <laughs> to watch it properly. I kind of recommend this movie. It's good. It's a good movie. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I saw it in the theaters. Oh, you did? I it was I was like one of those movies like wait Robin Williams it looks kind of like a psycho like a, a sci-fi movie I'm like it looks pretty good right you yeah it, it's they consider it a, a low end sci- cyberpunk movie right where he is a I'll explain it to everybody as best I can uh, he's what they call a cutter which is they have a they have a everybody gets implants are expensive but at birth you get a thing called a Zoe which is records. All what you see through your eyes and what you hear. Right. Imagine and, everything you've seen from the moment you're born to the moment you die is recorded for posterity. Yes. 
And he's a cutter, so he takes all your best moments of life uh-huh. and puts he's it in an a editor. Mo- like right. he's an editor. He 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 gives you like a memorial film during your like either wed uh, right. a funeral or your um right. It highlights the first person perspective of the the character through his eyes, right. all the highs and the lows, most of the highs because it's a funeral type thing. But there's a bunch of stuff he has to cut out, like how many. I think there's a, a whole montage of him cutting out a masturbator. Like, you know... Like. Well, the, the thing is, is that the, the computer, when it starts off, it knows to right. sequences of your life to take out. Masturbation is like one of them. Right. Like, like, that you can... you they, It doesn't throw it away. It just, it just moves lobs. it to, it lobs right. it to a different area. It's, a, it's like, it's like well, you know, I don't ha- I don't need to see him masturbating. Right. If, if, I'm, if I'm a cutter and I'm editing this person's life, the last thing I want to see is him yanking himself... Or even her touching herself. So they pull off. But it's, I think it's funny. They log how many hours <laughs> yeah. that person has dedicated to masturbation. <laughs> but what's funny was, before that scene comes up, Stefan goes, gee, I'm glad we don't have those. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <All the> masturbation. <laughs> right. Like, oh, my God. I. Oh. And then they and then they addressed it, and you're like, oh, okay. Right. Well, I don't feel bad. Put one in my doctor. <laughs> Load me up. Let, let me see it. All right, put me in. So the beginning of the story, though, really is is that he, when he's a child, he meets a kid, and they're playing, and they they're they're going across this uh, board that's on like a second floor. It's a, a single board, and he goes across, and he's this friend. He's trying to egg him on to come to come across, right. and. The kid falls and, and he thinks he dies. Right. And, he, and for the rest of his life, that's what he thought of. And right, he, guilt. Guilt, you know, type of thing. And he becomes this cutter and uh, the, there's rules. And one of the rules is that if you're a cutter, you cannot be, you cannot have a Zoe implant type of thing. Gotcha. So his, pa- his parents died when he was young. Uh-huh. So he was raised by somebody else. And he doesn't find later in life, to, to in the movie, that he has a Zoe implant. So he can no uh-huh. longer be a cutter. Right, but he he is dealing in a case that is this controversial guy who is part of the uh, people that run the uh, uh, the whole that whole program because people are against it. A lot of people realize sure. it's like you know if if you're if I'm, I'm videotaping everything, it right. becomes like questions yeah. like could you use that in a crime? Right, if you it, commit a crime, can it be used against you? You know, if if, if the, you're talking to a person who doesn't want to be recorded, right? Like, this kind of thing. It's, it's it's a nice little like image to what later because it's an old movie yeah to what's how some people deal with things now right you know with phones being stuck in everyone's face like recording everything you can't record me you can't it's against your rights to record me <laughs> so it's it's yeah because it's really i think almost right before cell phone technology really took off yeah, before cell phone technology <clears throat> the camera phone in, um you know anything online yeah um, i believe facebook wasn't even a thing yet no, probably not. I think it was '04. This came out. This movie. Right. Uh, uh, am I going to look? Uh, but uh, it, it it was interesting because, like I said, it, it. I mean, I don't think it was. Uh, I mean, it could have been done better. I think in certain. It's a low budget sci-fi movie. For, it's low budget. So, but I mean, for Robin Williams, it was really good uh, performance. Um, uh, there was there was a lot of there. It was a really good movie in terms of like whether or not you should be recorded. Two thousand and four. Yeah. All right. Good. Um, and and then of course as he as he goes through he there's this ink that you can use that can stop uh, interrupt the inputs of the Zoe so that they can scramble it so he decides to do that 
Of course, he can't become a cutter anymore. But the 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 high profile case that he's working on is like a lawyer of the the Zoe Corporation, or I don't know, it's iTech is called. But he the the lawyer's wife gets the the the, the uh, his device and wants to you know create a a memory for him for his funeral, and of course he sees things that. You know, like he he's basically when he's viewing it, you it's between you and him, basically, like and whoever else he, this person's committing something. And of course, he the the lawyer that dies, he's a molester. Gotcha. You know, type of thing. But he doesn't want to put that. He obviously doesn't put that in the right, film. Right. He knows he sees everyone's darkest secrets. So he but he still has to make this guy look nice. So yes. while he's cutting this, he comes across something that propels the rest of the movie. I'm right. assuming. Gotcha. Right, so that's like so. The, there's Jim Caviezel's character. He's he wants to get the, his his basically Zoe, so that way he could expose this guy for right. who he was and and then how of a horrible person he was because he, the, he I guess he's one of those people that doesn't believe that the, the recording should be happening and the reason why. And you know if if they had somebody for like a high profile person in the company who has a problem. That maybe shut down the whole thing, and that's the that's the idea. Because at the end, he gets it, and he figures out how to Don't spoil it. Well, it's 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 open for interpretation at the end. Okay. That's the that's the thing. Like you know, it's it's not really the ending. There's a little bit more to it, and you're going, oh, and then it it, it opens up like kind of like you almost can almost debate about it after the movie. Right, one of those movies you walk out and go, what's this? What about that? Gotcha, gotcha. All right, and what else you get? All right, and my final movie. Digitally was Top Gun Maverick. This took so long for me to get; it was not even funny. <laughs> I got this on a Wednesday. I pre-ordered mine. Um, uh, you it was know, supposed to come on a Monday, right? Because it was the thirty-first. I got mine on a Saturday, so two days before. Yeah, <laughs> still so, book Walmart. Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I should have went to Walmart. Um, it, it really irritated me because I was like, first off, Target. Target has this still book too. Well, I don't know when Target released it. That's the thing. Target doesn't do like Tuesday releases anymore. You go to Target on a Tuesday, like, you're well, the fuck we feel like it. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Usually by Thursday, you'll you'll see it. Okay. Um, or it's like, oh, it's released today. Now we'll send it out because we don't want to break. Right. Yet. I mean, you could you could you could be a dick. I'm not really a dick, but you could go in there and ask for it, right. and they should pull it. Sometimes they don't because they say they don't have it right, yet. Because they they're like, oh, it's, it yeah. was shipped in another location. We haven't received ours right. yet, and blah blah blah. I've, I've, I've been there because <laughs> I pre-ordered it on on their website to figure it. I'll pick it up, <clears throat> and then it, they cancel it because they know they say they don't have right. it. It's not in stock, and you're going, mm, I don't know. Anyway, um, right, so you got it. So I got it Wednesday. Did um, you watch it? Yeah, I watched it on Thursday because Sipon said he saw it and okay. want to see it again. And I gotcha. Like, okay. okay. Um, yeah, you were right. It was, it was Star Wars. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a new hope. <laughs> the last 20 minutes of new hope. No, we, you got to stand. We got to, I'm going to train you guys to run this trench. And then you got to hit this two, three meter ventilation shaft. And then after you do that, then this other team is going to come by and shoot a missile into that hole and blow up everything. Two miracles. Right. <laughs> Use the force, rooster. <laughs> and I mean, like, like after that happens, I think it's the more ridiculous happens after the fact. Oh, he get okay. Spoiler: uh, he, Tom Cruise gets shot down. Yeah, 
I don't know. I mean, no, no, not the shot down part. That that was believable. How to get back to home. right, like, uh, like, like all of a sudden, now, like two pilots both get you know crash land basically right. in this t- enemy territory. They meet up to each other because it's miles apart. Well, yeah, like, but he can see the, the, the right. He can see the direction. So he knows which he's, way he's going. Brian, right. So, but he runs, and it's like no other enemy like thing. Oh, I shot somebody down. Get a helicopter out there because how quickly the helicopter. I, yeah, I don't know. You know. It's you know it's 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 movie ma- movie magic. I I I uh, an, a uh, a guy who used to work for the Air Force uh, used to be in the Air Force. He's the only problem he had with the movie is the fact is when Tom Cruise motorcycled onto the base and, uh-huh. and he was supposed to do the Mach Ten in the beginning of the movie. Right. That he said it was totally. Well, I mean, yeah. uh, and I'm like, it's movie, you know, like it's a like, movie. You have and, to you have to establish a baseline of who the characters and also. First ten minutes of the movie is very much nostalgia based. Him driving on, you know, with the motorcycle, mm-hmm. he pulls the cover off of the old motorcycle, drives it across. You're like, yeah, pulls his pull that right, old leather the jacket old, out, bobber jacket. You're going, oh, he's just hitting every like 1986. You know, like, hey, remember back in 1986 when I wore this? Again, don't know who the fuck he sold his soul to. Us, well, obviously Scientology, because I'm like, wow, with the right sunlight, yeah, it looks exactly. Did you just cut? the top gun part out and just paste it in because it looks almost shot for shot like it did back in 1986 and i'm like that tom you still look kind of young in that angle like <laughs> but you're hunched over you get the glasses on you got the big smile you know going and you're like i'm like i know you're driving that motorcycle <sighs> all right well i guess you get have tom cruise driving through the motorcycle get ready <laughs> again that's one of those things with things where it's just like He's a horrible person because of what he like of his religion and all. But I watch the fuck out of his movies because it's like I he, don't care he, what kind of person he is. In fact, when you watch all the behind the scenes stuff, I'm like I don't know why I can't not not like him. Right? Like it's, I just it's so hard. I'm not like to he's charming. His... He cares about his coworkers. I mean, the stuff that they did to prepare for the film was his idea because he knew how hard it was for him to work on Top Gun. And he didn't want that experience for the future people. And there are better technology. And I'm going, this guy fucking just cares. Right. Like, is Scientology that bad? Because, I mean, yeah, sure, he's a mega superstar. But he actually seems to... Okay, maybe he ain't the best dad. I don't know. You never see him with his kid. You know, from What's-Her-Face. Joey from Dawson's Creek. (laughs) You know... So I'm like, is he that bad? I don't know. He seems to be a good, a, a, a decent worker. You know, he, I know he yelled at everybody about the COVID protocols. He wanted to keep everybody safe, but goddamn, that's a goddamn good movie, man. I can't. I walked away going, I know exactly this plot. I, it's you're ripping it right off of Star Wars. But you know what? I'm leaning forward in my seat, going, Is Maverick going to make it? Is Rooster going to live? Someone's got to die, mm-hmm. right? Like you know, <laughs> there's, there's moments you're going, especially the scene where I think, I think Rooster and Maverick are together. You're thinking at one point, like right. he's gonna eject, and it's just like it's he, Rooster's gonna die. He's like he's gonna kill another one. <laughs> I was like, we're, we're still gonna love him for it, right? I'm like, oh my god, he's oh, oh no, not burn into the engine. Holy shit, it's gonna be okay. Okay, they're fine. Oh, or is Tom is, is Maverick and Rooster gonna make it? Oh, oh Han Solo save! You know, like oh, okay, like oh my God, they're back! Oh, they're gonna get shot down! I have you now! Shoo, 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 shoo. You're all clear, kid. Now let's go home. <laughs> You're like, it is really Star Wars Episode Four. Just 
I'm going, I know this. But here I am leading my seat going, oh, my God, go, 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 go. Yes. I'm like, Tom, you son of a bitch. You did like, it again. God damn it. It's, and I, everybody that I have seen mention this movie has nothing but love for it. They say it's a great movie. And, at the you know, I'm a cynical bastard. Right. And I'm like, really? Is it that good? Because it's got like 90% Rotten Tomatoes score by both critics and audience. I'm going, that never happens. I'm like, is it really that good? I'm watching going, I don't, what's happening to me? I, what? This is really good. I mean, maybe the nostalgia hits me. I'm like, it's been 30 years since the last one. 30 plus years, I think. And I'm like, I, I care. <laughs> I care. God damn it, Tom. You did it to me but again. Yeah. Like, I, I walked away, got, I got done, I was like, that was really good. Like, wow, I can't wait for Mission Impossible now. <laughs> like, I can't fucking wait. Tom, I mean, sign me up for Scientology, man, because you seem all right by me. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> and then when they stick you in that in that room and they beat the crap out of you. It's fine. <laughs> if, I, if I get a good career out of it at the end, if I got someone's support. Well, see, you know, see, there's only the lucky few that make... I work really, really hard to practice in for Xenon. I'll, I'll rig my little, you know, empath thing, and you know, like, oh, my theta, my theta waves are off the scale. <laughs> See, I know enough about it to be able to talk. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 I, my theta waves. What, what's going on? I, can I improve that? How do I improve that? Oh, I need to do this to improve it. Let me help. I'll, how much do I got to pay? Sure, here you go. You know what? Oh, yes, Scientology. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Tom Cruise in the next movie. <laughs> mission possible. <laughs> it's me. The mission is just getting up out of bed and taking a nice dump. I'm done. Uh, I'm done. Like, that happens. I'm out. I'm totally me out. and Tom Cruise just hanging out. He's like, hey, I'm, I'm, here I am hanging from the ceiling. Oh, this is great. What's up? And <laughs> hey, come see my new movie, Top Gun 3. <laughs> I can't believe we did it again. <laughs> <laughs> Except I'm like his lost long son. You never loved me. <laughs> <laughs> so what else did you do? Was that it? Well, there was one last thing, and we both did it. I think at uh, different times. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh well, we gotta talk. Yeah, okay. Well, we both watched a movie that came out very uh, Friday. Friday, actually. Yeah. yeah. That we're recording this on the Sunday, obviously. If you uh-huh. you don't read the or description, it's now Friday, November sixth, and Ed and I watched a movie that came out on Friday, November fourth. Yeah, because it was Sunday, November sixth, not Friday, November sixth. Right, whatever, <laughs> whatever. It's the sixth, and it doesn't matter what day it is. Look at your clock. I'm so suffering from that lost hour. <laughs> you gained an hour. I did. Yes. Oh, see, that's how I, I was asleep. I lost it. I didn't enjoy it because I was sleeping through it. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, yeah. So we watched uh, Weird, the lie, the Al Yankovic story. I have to say, wow! I fucking loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> I admired it for the parody of the music biograph biopic. You know, mm. clearly, I know. I actually have an article about it. I watched them. Um, Daniel Radcliffe and Weird Al were on the Seth Meyers show. 
and I watched it, and they did say that there were obviously clearly a lot of it's like eighty percent fabrication, twenty percent fact. Right. One of the facts that was interesting was called the Yankovic bump, where a lot of people who got parodied saw an uptick in their sales. Right. Um, he's and he, in the interview he pointed out Nirvana like gained like an extra million a million copies sold thanks to his parody. Right. Like, that's interesting. That's kind of cool. I mean, he knew Madonna. There wasn't the love affair that they had, and obviously the <laughs> the ending is completely fabricated. Right. But some of the jokes were really good. Like, I, first of all, not for nothing, I I could not... Okay, first, the mustache was real. Yeah. Daniel, he said, he, he's like, he's like, you can't... If anyone ever asks you to either wear a fake mustache or grow a mustache... Grow the mustache because when you wear a freak mustache, it it makes you talk like this the whole time, you know, because you're so aware of it. Um, how ripped Daniel Radcliffe is! Yeah, I mean the guy is bulging in muscle, and right. you know, I mean not, he's not like you know the Rock. Next up, Daniel Radcliffe and the Rock in paper scissors. Rock paper scissors. <laughs> rock paper scissors. You know. <laughs> I mean, he's got muscles, he's got six-pack, and I'm just going, I hope you didn't, I, clearly there's no way you would work out for this role. Right. You must work out, I mean, I do remember him doing the play, and he was kind of ripped then, it was like right after Harry Potter, but I'm like, what kind of workout resume do you have? Because you seemed very ripped, like, like I mean, he's short, but muscular. Right. I'm like, who, Daniel? You know, you're the boy who gets reps, apparently. You know, <laughs> uh, and there's that. I mean, I thought I thought the movie was funny. There was some really, there was a Harry Potter one Harry Potter joke, and I, I'm not even wrong. I'm not even mad that they did it right. because I'm like, uh, it actually kind of makes sense. It's kind of funny. I'll spoil it. It's, yeah. He meets Doctor Demento for the first time, and Demento says he wants to be his. Um, he wants to like show him the way. So he weird out goes, like my mentor? And he's like, No, like your dementor. <laughs> like there's like this and he's like, Haha, and I'm like that, no, that wasn't that wasn't well, it might have been a Harry Potter joke. Well yeah, the Dementors or the, the characters that come but out. The Dementors you. were the fans of Doctor Demento. Okay, well I, I saw it as a Harry Potter joke. Okay, yeah. You know, I looked at it going, It's an obvious Harry Potter reference because look at him, he's Harry fucking Potter. Right. No, I, I mean he the mentor and he gives another like Jesus. Ah! I'm like, like what Harry Potter joke are you talking about? Right. I'm like scared going through the whole thing. I'm like, no, 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 no. And when you said that, I'm like, no, not even close. I'm like, right. you could, you could. If you <laughs> don't know anything about Doctor Demento, which I don't, yeah. To me, it's a Harry Potter joke. Yes. You know, <laughs> um, I thought it was. I thought it was funny. I loved it. I don't. I'm, I'm, what did you think? I hope they make more movies like this. <laughs> I really do. This this is this is there a start of something. Weird Al, the Weird Two. <laughs> Not Weird Al, just like any of any like star or something like that. Make right. shit up because that was like hilarious, especially the whole Michael Jackson. Uh, it was a high minute song called Eat It. Michael Jackson, you never get Michael Jackson came in a song called Beat It. It's a parody of Eat It. <gasps> what? <laughs> and the anger on the phone and he slapped. <laughs> He's slamming the phone against the, the desk because he's so angry. The 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 anger in Weird Al is like slam, slam, slam. And that it made me laugh so hard. One because how angry he is, but two, it flashed me back to my tech support days when I used to put a person on hold and then slam the phone on the desk. 
when I was mad at them, and they I, go, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, hold on for a second. You son of a bitch! Bang, bang! Okay, so let's try this again. Like, you know. <laughs> See, it reminds me of somebody that we used to work uh-huh. with. Uh-huh. <laughs> when we first met, uh-huh. there was a tech support guy, and I won't mention his name on, on the air. because he listens. But he, <laughs> he, he might. He, like, hey, those assholes that I used to work uh-huh. with. He, he, when he would get mad, he would slam the phone. And oh, he would God. be so angry if a printer didn't work because uh-huh. we worked on it or whatever. He got he took it very personally, <laughs> and he would just slam the phone. I remember one time it was before you got there. Uh-huh. Brett and I were sitting there. There's another guy, Brett. And we were right, sitting I'll, there. I'll mention his name. <laughs> Him and Z, he was <laughs> he's the he's the we are, he's innocent. This whole thing. <laughs> he's he goes what what slam slam slams and throws the phone against the wall <laughs> that it hit so hard we thought it shattered. That's how bad it got, right? So he leaves, right? So we're going, uh, what the hell happened, right? And I'm thinking, and I said to, I said to Brad, I said, he didn't hang up that phone. Like, <laughs> that guy's still in the line. We got to figure this out. Like I think, right? So I pick up the phone, and here it was a sales rep for our company. Gotcha. And he goes, yeah, I just told him that we needed another printer because the one we sent it was not working. And we're like, oh, okay. Of course, it's. Four thirty-five, and we you know right, pick up the, right, for the for right. our UPS to deliver. Now this. it's crunch time to right. get this out That's right now. Door. Like hold on, he's got he probably ran out to tell the shipper hold UPS yeah. because. We got another order to gotta get out right now. Yes, yeah. and that's exactly what it was. So we we the two of us scrambled to get the printer done right. and get it out the door that day. But it was just it's that it's that moment that you realize like as soon as I saw it, it's like slam, slam, baby, figure. I started laughing hysterically because it's like that is so, <laughs> <It's> so accurate. <laughs> I thought it was hysterical. Like, I. Especially when when they weird out, like, how can he do this? How can he parody my song? Right. How dare you? How dare you make up words for another song that a person made? (laughs) (laughs) Genius. That was genius. That movie was great for forgetting to end. And then you said something to me. I saw you last night. And you said something to me that I didn't pick up on because I just turned off the film. I got a text from oh. from Sean last night for something, and I was like, "Oh, I got to go and, and take care of this." Right. Here, oh god, well, it's a sidebar, but yeah. here, um, my wife and I, Stacy, we went to Target last night to go pick up. She's doing the melatonin stuff for to go to sleep, mm. and we stopped by. We walked by the um, the video games, and I noticed they have the um, Animal Crossing cards. The you know where you scan them in you know where you it's an RFID thing right. for for Animal Crossing, and I was like I'm going to text Ed because every time I have them Ed buys them for his wife like lickety split no problem I mean what it's there <laughs> drops everything and then goes and I'm like hey um they have them you're like I'm which one because I said it's by me and he didn't know if I was at work which is by by one place or another I was like I didn't know it was home right like my home store. He was like, okay, and I was like, I, my thing was like, I assumed because it was at my place, it'd be at yours. Right. Someone probably bought it. But then when you're like, I'm on my way down there, and Stacy's like, why don't you just ask him if he wants us to buy him? And you, you're going to see him tomorrow. And I was like, I'll do that. You know, he's probably driving right now. <laughs> like, no, never mind. I'm yeah, because like, when you first texted me and you said that, I was like, well, because she's like, try your store. So I did. Right. I ran over to my store. Like, I literally, like, jumped <laughs> in the car and took off, and I'm not even five minutes away from my store. <laughs> Quick, you got to go to the cards. So they have the same, they have the one Knock type of cards. Kids. 
and then the other ones, there was like an empty space, and it's like right. either they didn't have them, or someone bought, or them, someone all. bought them all. So I was like, all right, because my wife's like, like she's like, don't buy them all, like you know, type of thing. And I'm like, I'm like, like, I'm like why? Fuck those other kids. <laughs> Fuck them all. Right. So, so I'm like, all right, this so, keeps you busy. Uh, <laughs> This is more for me than it is for you. I'm buying everything. <laughs> so I drive. I drive to your store, and they were as the picture was. You sent uh, the picture. Still, to, I don't think anyone gave a shit that they were there. Yeah, right. So I grabbed ten. I figured. I figured. All right, there was some there was left. Like Fifteen, maybe total. Right. I think there's probably like five or six right. left. So I'm like, all right. So I'm, 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 you know, go through. I go through the movies, and I, I picked out knives right, and albums, out, right. you know, type of thing. And I'm, I'm walking around, like looking around at the store. Cause I'm like, oh, I'm here, you know. I, I, I rarely go to other targets. <laughs> right. Let's see what they have, you know. Okay. Let's see how the other folks live around <laughs> here. I got my target. This is how the slums work. <laughs> and as I'm walking, like basically, I'm okay. I'm done. There you are, the two yeah. of you. <laughs> And I'm like, I see the back of you. I'm like, I'm like, is that Sean and Stacy? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, we after I we text you because we were the Christmas stuff is out, and so Stacy and I were kind of going through all that stuff, and she was looking for you know we were doing like we went to Target for one thing, and then we wind up looking at a bunch of others. Mm. It's like you know you kind of peruse through it. Um, we bought it like snacks. There was nothing in the movie section that I was interested in. Mm. I was like. Eh. I don't really want this. I don't really want that. <sighs> like, oh, look, Christmas. Excuse me, Christmas movies. Nothing good. I mean, right. they're good. Excuse me, good movies. Just nothing that I that excites me to want to buy. Right. I'm like, well, I'll just go home. Sooner or later, they'll have, you know, on Voodoo, like the whole, like, hey. It's Christmas. It's Christmas time. Here's a bunch of movies. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I thought it was hysterical. Right. I, I, but you were saying that I mentioned something while we were at the store that you oh yeah know. yeah because you, you say did you I'm like did you watch the end credits and I was like oh yeah I saw the that there's a bumper and right, I'm not going to tell you what right, it is I'm not spoil it. and I thought that was great especially that the tombstone right all, was it's just so it was so good <laughs> and yeah I'm like you know so you're like you're like oh the the song at the end and I'm thinking I turned it off like right dead right, and there. So right, I, right. I didn't I didn't you know I didn't watch it so I actually had to come home <laughs> and I had to fast forward through the whole movie to get to the end to watch the end credits just for that and it was a song and it was funny it was right funny. it's a song it's it's the theme song to the movie or the end credit song to the movie hysterical <laughs> you know your little highlights this song is not nominated in consideration for Oscar <laughs> like Ah, fake out, <laughs> and then they did it again, and I'm like, oh my, oh my god, this is. I, I was, it was, uh, I, it was just genius. I was like, wow, Ruku, you got it. It's, it's. I'm like, a part of me is like, wow, that's a bona fide hit. Sure, there were some commercials in it, but I don't care. But it might be one of those things where, like, when does it come on Blu-ray? Right, yeah, yeah. Because I think I'm going to buy that. Like, I, because it was funny. Daniel Radcliffe, man. I mean, not for nothing. He he learned how to play the songs that he played on the accordion. So it wasn't, he was, obviously he was lip singing because that's Weird Al's voice, voice was right. singing. But for the most part, the one, the only one he did, they give him in, in the ad credits was they gave him credit for singing was where he was, right before he passed out, I guess, when he was drinking the, the whiskey, like, oh, you're all slaves, that they gave him, I guess, because it's <laughs> to music. But I, he just was so good. I Radcliffe, man, is a super underrated actor, I think. Yeah. I think that, I, and... What's interesting is that he does 
just about everything. Not just in that movie. Like, he still does movies. Uh-huh. He does TV with the Miracles, right. Miracle Workers That's on right. TBS. This, I mean, fucking, it's a Weird Al biopic. That Weird Al, you know, said top of my list was Daniel because he saw him do something else. He's like, that, that kid gets it. Right. You know, and... It's basically a long version of a skit that they did for Funny or Die that they did as a bio a biopic trailer, right? You know, and it, there's like a like a, a a pretty decent kind of like lineage to like a time frame of like okay, we did this, 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 and this, and I'm like I I want like a weird two like you know him losing it though with the Michael Jackson eat it no I meant first or at the end where you know he's reconciling with his family and mom's a little pudgy and she starts telling him how he's fat she's fat and and i'm like chuckling he's like the songs will come to you you know and, and then they're, they're, they're start, as the conversation gets the lyrics basically right, the song, right. she's know. basically word for wording the lyrics and he's not completely oblivious and then dad shows him which i'm going to assume becomes amish paradise yes. right and then he has the epiphany about what mom was just talking about and they're like Pay attention, son. We're talking about this now. <laughs> oh, so good. I mean, again, hands down, a great movie. Yeah. I, I I can't recommend that enough. If you like comedy, and yeah, I also have to like Weird Al too. Yeah, you got to understand the cameos were great. I actually had to pause it because I, I was like Salvador Dali. I'm like. Isn't that Emo Phillips? Yeah. And I had to look. Yep. I was like, oh, my God, it is. Conan O'Brien makes an appearance. <laughs> yeah, there's some, there some comedians that I knew that were in there. Right. Uh, one that played Gallagher was uh, <clears throat> Tompkins, F. Tompkins. I right. His first name. But he, but I've seen his work, you know, in, in Comedy Central and all that kind of stuff. See, it's just funny, though, you know. <laughs> Uh, what's his name? Was on in the the heckler in the crowd at the at the biker bar. Oh, uh, what do you call it? Pat Oswald. Pat Oswald said it. Yeah, and it, and like some of them you recognize like right away, right, right and away. some of them are going, "Who's that guy?" Right, like when Andy Warhol walks in. <laughs> Jack Black is Wolfman Jack. I thought was great cameo. It took me took me a, a a couple seconds to go. Wait, I know that guy. Who right. And then when he when he did start like a he certain, spun around. Right. Like he's got that. Kind of movement to him, like what? You know? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's Jack Black." I get and the guy who played the um, the bass player for Queen—that's Dave Deschmolten. He's played the polka dot guy in Suicide Squad, right? Right. So I'm like, I recognize him. Oh, look at Conan O'Brien being Andy Warhol, and he's like, "Yeah, oh, wow, he's be famous." I'll give him about 15 minutes. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna spoil this one because I thought that was the best one." Though is is. It's with that party, and the guy comes up and he goes, he goes, they're like, do Wolf well, Jack's like, we'll do a song right on the right, spot, yes, right? Man, you're so good. <laughs> and he goes, and it's like, none of the one bites is that. So like, who said that? And the guy comes out and he goes, I'm so and so Deacon. And they're like, Queen? Huh? The bass player for Queen? Uh, oh. Okay. And he's just like, get me an accordion. <laughs> it made me laugh hysterically. Because uh, nobody knew who he was. And, and I was like, uh, the acting that Radcliffe does in that moment because he's so like like because obviously Weird Al must have read not read the song but sung it again angry right like you know because he's like another one rides the bus and he's like and, and what do you call Daniel Radcliffe's like kind of like coming at him like I'm gonna fight you another one bites the bus <laughs> and another one on and another one on another one rides the bus <laughs> 
But he's singing it. He's so angry singing it. And I was like, oh my God, this is... And he's playing it. It's just great. But the best part is, after the song is done, <coughs> Tika goes, we're going to play a gig. And when we see them, call Lime Aid. We were like, I mean, I'm sitting there going, that did not happen. <laughs> And then he goes, nah, right. hard, hard pass. He, so he's like, that was hard pass. Like, he's so bad. He's like, nah, that's beneath me. Like, the whole time, is he, he plays it so serious and so hard and angry. Like, him drinking and boozing it out. I'm like, oh, my God, this is just so hysterical. And not for nothing. Uh, Evan, Evan Rachel Wood did a pretty good Madonna. I thought, I'm like, wow, you kind of said, you're, yeah. you're doing a Madonna impersonation that's kind of spot on for Madonna in the 80s. You know? I'm like, I wonder how Madonna feels like being the villain. Because like, <laughs> she's kind of like the villain of the show. It's just like, the whole Pablo Escobar stuff is hysterical. And the whole, like, in the last 20 minutes of the movie, Weird Al becomes like an action hero. <laughs> Watching Daniel Radcliffe just kicking ass like John Wick moves. I'm going, that is hysterical. I'm like, Weird Al, you guys fucking are geniuses. I mean, I'm like, not only is it a good movie, but it is a perfect parody of uh, of it's what he does. He takes the, you know takes music and turns it into his own thing. Here he takes the musical biopic and then makes his own thing, and it's still genius. You go. I'd watch that again. It made me fall down a well to watch because if you, at the end of the movie, because Ruku is free, it goes, hey, if you're interested, here's a Weird Al's like, playlist. So I was actually going through like all like all his videos last night. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I did the same thing actually before because they had a premiere weekend. You know, right. Like, well, Ruku does because I have a Ruku. You have a Ruku? I have a Ruku TV. So oh, yes. Okay, okay. In but fact, that, my background is that your background weird. Well, it was. It's it's actually back to normal. Sunday, uh, okay. it stopped. Boo. But <laughs> but it had, there's a weird now streaming free like like thing, and there was a thing where you could sign up to win an accordion. I did that too. <laughs> I signed up. I was like, you know what? I feel like I deserve this. <laughs> there was the trailer, and then of course there was like the the basically the back to the '80s, and it was all of his. Greatest hits, I guess you could say. And then right. there's Madonna's video right, playlist. Right. Makes sense. You know, and then there was like eighties ones, uh-huh. uh, you know, through I guess different artists or whatever. Long, long time ago. <laughs> watch them I watch it's got to a point where Stacy's like, I, I you need to stop. I or put your headphones on because I'm I'm weird out and out. Yeah. Because <laughs> last night I didn't feel like playing any video games. I was kind of like trying to diffuse for my day because it was a real rough day work wise. Mm-hmm. She was scrolling through TikTok, so she wasn't really interested in anything on TV. So I'm just like, I'm just going to watch some Weird Al videos. Because like, I was kind of like, well, what's he done now? Because I haven't seen a lot of stuff that he's done now. Mm. And video-wise, I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, look, he does a Bruno Mars song. That's actually pretty good. Like, watching, you know, Stuck in the drive through I'm like, oh, I love that <laughs> one. That's a good R. Kelly parody. And no one gets, hey, he looks at me. And I look at him. Hey, he looks at me. And I look at him. <laughs> You know, uh, so good. Uh, do we do anything else? No, that is it. I am, uh, <laughs> I am spent. I uh, okay. Um, I didn't really do much either. I, I did watch. Obviously, we we'll watch weird. I did buy some stuff. I have to actually kind of 
get my notes, but I don't think that's a full note thing. La, 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 la. Okay, so while I'm watching, you know, while I'm going through Voodoo to try to find like maybe something I could buy, something mm. I'm interested, in, I came across Tank Girl. I know you bought that recently, right? Mm. And I watched the trailer because sometimes I have to kind of watch the trailer to go, do I really want to buy it? Like, how, what kind of emotional response I get from this movie makes me determine whether or not I'm going to buy it. Mm. I've now upgraded to like the maybe like seven, eight dollar movie mm. if I pot. So I'm watching Tank Girl and I'm watching Lori Petty and I'm like, you know what? If, if a Suicide Squad movie was made back then, she would have been the perfect Harley Quinn. Yeah. I looked at it, and I'm like... Because I'm mean, watching a comic book version of Tank Girl, live-action comic book version of, of her, and I'm mm. going, she was always so quirky and weird anyway. Like, I don't know, I mean that in the most positive sense. Right. Like, she was very eclectic as far as what role she picked. Mm. I mean, for anybody who doesn't know, she was, you know, Madonna's... It was Gina Davis's younger sister in a league of her own. Right. You know, she and then she had her own, you know, she's her own career. I'm going, she would have been a really good Harley Quinn. Yeah. Like in the 90s, definitely, I felt like that's kind of a missed opportunity. Like, (laughs) you know, I was like, wow, it's it's interesting because she's so, so good at being that kind of a character, that crazy, nutsy character. I'm like, that would have been a, and I've seen her be like a serious person. I'm going, she could have been a good. Harley origin story from Doctor to Harley, you know, Harleen to Harley. Mm. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I did buy uh, a couple things. Um, I bought Natural Born Killers because Natural Born Killers, the director's cut was five bucks. Okay. Um, We talked about Mm -hmm. weird. um, And there is, I gotta, I'm gonna get to my Voodoo account because I kind of didn't write everything I bought, but I'm like, I'm gonna look at my Voodoo account. It's all right here, recent purchases, right? Mm hmm. Uh, there's a new movie I want to see. It's uh, the See How They Run. It's on HBO Max. It's like a homage to Agatha Christie movies, but it has uh, Sam Rockwell as like a cop trying to solve a murder. Okay. Looked, it looked very fun. Uh, my movies. Oh, I have two offers, Ed. My two offers are. Oh, see, I don't know. I might have to do this one. Fuck. Special offer just for you, Sean. Add Spider-Man No Way Home extended cut version to your library for only $10. <laughs> I've had that one for a week. <laughs> I just got that one. And sit, stay, save the world. Uh, oh, a whole dollar off of uh, DC League of Super Pets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The, what do you call it? The Spider-Man one might be kind of tempting. <laughs> Let's see. What did I buy recently? Okay, so not only did I buy Natural Born Killers, I don't know why I bought it, Ed. There's, uh, sometimes it's late at night, and I'm like, I kind of want that. I just there's a memory of me really enjoying this movie and I need to have it. Cobra. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is Cobretti. Cobra. Crime is a disease and, and he's uh, the, the cure. cure right? You you're a disease and I'm the cure. <laughs> God. What a movie. I it I it's <sighs> It gets it's a, it's a Rotten Tomato score of eighteen <laughs> percent. That's about accurate. Yeah, you know what? I don't care. Someone liked that Cobra is a sleek, extremely violent, and exciting police thriller. Someone's like this. This movie is such a textbook example of an exploitation cop movie that you can outline it like a schoolboy for easy reference. <laughs> <laughs> Some Nina Dalt Darton from New York Times says the film trades on the same technique. The film trades on the same technique used by books that attack pornography by printing examples of the dirty pictures. 
<laughs> Cobra pretends to be against the wanton violence of a dis- dis- disintegrating society, but it's really the hypothesis of that violence. <laughs> Here's one. It's it's fast-paced and full of ga- gaudy action, yet it's thoroughly unsatisfying, largely because it's so lazy. <laughs> I was like, I think that one was like seven bucks. I'm like, I I, I kind of need that one. I also bought the Sandlot, you know, because okay. every time I see it, I, in my head, I go, you're killing me, Smalls! <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I, I really enjoyed that movie, so I was like, I needed it for five bucks. But then... I took advantage of the HBO buy two for $10 sale. Okay. I struggled because I'm like, well, I don't know if I really want, like, was there really anything? And there's two movies that I needed to have. One was on my wish list, and one I didn't know there was a digital version of. The one on my wish list was Gia. That's the biopic of Gia, the first uh, supermodel who died of AIDS, AIDS, actually. But it's played by Angelina Jolie. Yeah. And she's, she's a lesbian supermodel in it. And I'm like, it's, Everything I want in my Angelina Jolie movies. <laughs> she's beautiful. She's naked. It's a, kind of a sad. Even in the end, I'm kind of like, you know. The other one, though, I didn't know was a, was even an option. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. <laughs> Christina Applegate. Yeah, right. It is. I'm gonna. I'm like, look. I'm, I'm, if my wife listens, I'm apologizing right now, sweetheart. Two of my biggest crushes of all time in in those two movies because. Christina was kind of like my age when Married with Children came on and instantly fell in love with her. Beautiful, funny, everything. I was like, blind, I'm not really a blind guy, but I'm like, eh, it's fine, right? (laughs) Still. I'll make an exception. Right, I will make an exception for you, Christina, because you are just chef's kiss. Right. And then anybody who listens to the show knows that I have a deep love for Angelina. My wife knows that if there was ever an opportunity for Angelina and Jolie to go, hey, you want to ride? I'm hopping on that ride. She knows it. She's accepted it, and she's okayed it. Okay. Just let you know. So if ever at Ed, I made love to Angelina Jolie, um, wife said it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I think Stacy has the exact same thing. If Angelina says I'm sleeping with her, I'm taking it. I'm like, all right, sweetheart, I'll allow it. <laughs> we both think the one person we both come. Yeah, I'd hit that. <laughs> you let me, uh, you know what? If you, I'd be like, baby, if you had the opportunity to sleep with Angelina Jolie and not me, you go for it. Tell me all about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I, I was like, and I always, Don't Tell the Babysitter's Dead is actually a kind of funny movie. Yeah. I remember watching it going, I remember my sister and I going to see it because it was, to me, it was a big deal that Kristen Applegate was making her way from TV to, film. to the big screen. Yep. And I wanted to support that because, you know, I'm a fan. And it was the 90s. You know, like she's going to be like, you know, no one saw that except that one guy out in Pennsylvania. I think I'm going to call him. You know what I mean? <laughs> that one. That, that guy. Like, right, that guy. I heard that guy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because I don't think I don't. I, I think I saw it like when it came out on like Blockbuster Days. When right. It came out of the, like I don't think I saw it in the theater. I think I actually we rented it and watched it, and hey, it was a pretty good movie. You know, it was a it's fun. Flight, it's a solid know. comedy. It's a, a coming of age movie. There's some really good stuff in it. And I was like, ah, you know what? The both of them were like fifteen bucks at the bottom separately. So if I get both for ten bucks, the math there made sense. To right. Me. So I'm like. Right. G has been on my list for almost since day one, and it's never broken anything past 15 bucks. Right. I'm like, I don't know. It's an old movie. I don't know if I got it in me. 
to buy a movie for 15 bucks. Like, I mean, I just was like, oh, I'm super excited about the Spider-Man movie because it's $10, you know? Right. Um, 3,000 Years of Longing is um, available to purchase, but it's $20. And I'm like, I really, really want to see that, but I ain't paying $20 to own it. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm kind of surprised to hear that, but all right. I mean, I'm look... I'm waiting for the moment where it says it's ten dollars. Then I'm buying it, right? You know, until I'm waiting for my next offer. Say, Fletch lives, Top Gun, Bubba Hotep. Uh, we talked about all these other ones I bought. Bubba Hotep, Bubba, Bubba, Bubba Hotep. Um, also, too, Ed, look. Uh oh, I have a little bit of a problem. Okay. <laughs> And my problem is V-Bucks. Okay? Now, anybody who's been listening to the show lately has noticed that Sean has started playing Fortnite. You know? Yeah. My, my own business. I feel like, you know, we, we talked about how what, it was the week I was off, fell down the rabbit hole. Haven't looked back since. In fact, Stacy also now plays it on her Switch, and we actually have some time when we play together. You know, most of the time we go on and we look at what's at the store, 8 o'clock, boom, it, uh, store updates. All right, what's come, What's out? What's the skins look like? Because, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a tchotchke collector. Right. Visual cho- uh, video tchotchkes, I'm, I'm fucking in, right? Yeah. Well, this week, well, it was last week. In fact, it's probably over now. Last week started a Luke Skywalker week. Skywalker week, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. And a moment I came home, it was like... It was, uh, it was a bundle of, we call it um, Luke Skywalker, right. and three looks: farm boy look, Jedi look, and Jedi look with the cloak. Okay, all right. <clears throat> came with uh, the bundle. Came with a land speeder, you know, uh, that you can use as a glider when you're coming down. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was there? Um, also, I think like a a walk. Or pose? Oh no, no! It's a, what do you call it? A little uh, land, a little speeder. Like it's, it's like you know how when you go to the park and they have like the, the horse, but they're really, really tiny, and the kids sit on them and they rock back and forth. Yeah. Well, there's one of that, except it's a speeder from uh, Return of the Jedi. Right. You know, one of the E. And I'm like, all right, that's kind of cute. Then of course the one that I really wanted, it was the Han Solo skin. I'm like, well, that makes sense. They had Indiana Jones. And I was, I was. I was waiting for this bundle, Ed. It right. was like I'm just buying my time because this bundle had Han, Leia, some some extra tchotchkes, and you could not buy the bundle. You can buy this, the characters individually. And right. I'm like, yeah, but if you buy the bundle, you kind of save money. I embarrassingly spent like $50 on V-Bucks because <laughs> not only did I need those guys, right? <laughs> They had uh, they had uh, Ewan McGregor, young Obi Wan. Oh no! So I had to buy that one. Then I can't. They also released skins for um, the current saga, which was Kylo, Finn, Ray. I only got I only got you know Kylo, right? Right. But they had the classic stormtrooper. I needed that. They had the first order stormtrooper. I didn't want that, but he's all in red, and I'm like, eh, I don't want that one. There is like uh, they have like the little taser thing, but there's an um, there, there's the emote for yelling traitor as he spins it around like yeah. traitor. I was like, kind of wanted that, but it only works if I have the other thing. And I was like, I'm not spending that kind of money. Boba Fett, they had a Boba Fett package, Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
Right. I was like, well, I have Han Solo. I need the other guy, right? Yeah. So I was like, well, I don't want to buy the whole bundle because I don't really want, because they have the Slave 1 as his glider. But it's the Slave 1 and it it's, you know, rides how the Slave 1 flies. Right. And you hang it at the bottom and going, that's just too big. I, I, I got, it's going to take up my whole TV and I won't be able to see where I'm actually landing because it's got this big Slave 1 in front of me. Yeah. And I'm going to call it the Slave 1, Ed. I don't know what it's called now. but I just, it's, called the, it's called the Boba Fett ship. Uh, well, uh, Boba Fett ship, Slave 1, is, is, I'm, like, I'm not doing it. You know, right. I'm not buying it. But they had um, the other character, Fennec Shen. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't buy her. The Wookiee from Book of Boba Fett. Lilac something. Well, uh, yeah, the, the 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 bad black. Yeah, the bad Wookiee that became a good, good Wookiee because yeah. you know he's a gun for hire. He's a gladiator. Right, the, right. Uh, yeah. Um, I didn't buy him because I'm like, if it ain't true, it ain't right. <laughs> you know. Um, but I was like, oh, you guys black should... chrysanthemum. That's it. Okay. That's the if you say that's so. the character's name. Yes, Black Chrysanthemum. He was a gladiator during the times of um, Jabba the Hutt. Okay, and he wins his freedom, and he becomes a part of the group, and he is a, a bounty hunter for hire, basically, type right. thing. But he wants to get his freedom from Boba Fett, and they think like after he dies, he does. And I think I think uh, not Boba Fett, uh, Jabba the Hutt. Hunt, right? I he think, gets his I think but he starts working for the. But Boba Fett helped him through the years. That's why he was not like against Boba right, Fett. Right, like, right, right, know. right. It, he was actually um, in the show with Mandalorian, Boba Fett. He was actually working or slave for uh, the twins or the right. brother, right? And then it was still the, the Hutt clan, yeah. right? So I was like, no, nah, I don't, I don't want to get that one. No, yeah. you know, I mean, the thing is though, they have all these pickaxes, right? I'm like, but they don't have. Just give us a fucking lightsaber as a pickaxe. Now, because it's Star- Skywalker Week, what they did was they had um, there was quests they had to do, and one of them was actually beat Darth Vader. Um, and you had to kind of like, there's another one where you had to like do like twenty thousand points of damage with Star Wars weapons. So I was kind of having fun, you know, like swinging my lightsaber around, mm-hmm. destroying things, breaking things. It was fun, but it's still like, of course, you know, when I buy Han Solo, Stacy, of course, has to buy Leia, right? You know, because you know she wants us to be a themed couple in Fortnite. But God forbid if we both wear the same Batman shirt in real life. Like I, I'm wearing a Batman shirt right now. She would not wear anything Batman because she doesn't want us to match. At all. At all. At all. So it's like, it could be, she could have the bat symbol and you could have that shirt. Right. And, and, you and, can't, and uh, she'd be like, why are you wearing that shirt? You clearly, you see I'm wearing the Batman shirt. You can't wear that shirt. I, makes no sense, right? None. 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 It's not like we have the exact same shirt. I mean, shirt. See, if, if it's the exact same shirt, I'd be kind of like, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, it's not be like, I'm with stupid and she's like, I'm with him. You know, like, you know, <laughs> or, or she's like, I'm with stupid and I'm like, I'm stupid. You know, like, it's not those kind of shirts. It's not couple shirts. And I'm like, so wait, now now when we're in Fortnite, when we play together, we kind of have to, like, look together. Because it's digital uh, anonymous is basically what it is. They don't know who you really are in real life. Right, right, know? right. I mean, I will. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I played a girl. You know, I'm like pew 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 pew, and I'm like, all right, sure, sweetheart. If you want me to, if I'm Han Solo, you want to be Leia? Go ahead. You know, I'm. I don't know why I bought Luke. I'm probably never going to play Luke, but I needed him. Right. I just needed. I needed him because <laughs> that part of me is like, I, this is right up my alley. I have Vader. How can you not have Luke Skywalker if you have Vader? Right. I can't have Vader and not have Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. You know, I don't <laughs> care. The whole family. I didn't care about Ray. Right, exactly. I didn't care about Ray or Finn. I'm not saying because I don't like them as characters. They're just not 
my characters. Right. So I'm like, all right. But I, I just, I'm like, that night, I think I spent $50 of my own money to buy those skins. Jesus Christ, you got a problem. I do. I do. And now I'm like, okay, I'm going to go home tonight, kiss my wife. Hey, baby, how you doing? She'll be like, oh, fine. How was the show? If she's awake. The show was great. I made Ed laugh. You know, I laughed. It was a good time. As I'm talking to her, I'm going to be turning the PS5 on so I can check what's at the store. Oh, or, or might be happening. Or like, I think one time I was coming home from here, and, she, and I'm like, so how's your night? She's like, fine. Or she's playing, and I can should, I can tell that she's playing because she's not really paying attention to my, uh, my part of the conversation. Right. And she's like, oh, when you come home, make sure you check the store. There might be something in there you like. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> guess I got to go look. And I'm like, let me check my finances. Cause, and then I can look at my transactions on my PS5 when I look through the store because I accidentally bought a game that I I thought was going to be a trial version. Uh-huh. I don't want spending like 20 bucks on this game. It's not a bad game. It's called Ali Ali World. You are on a skateboard and it's kind of like a side scroller. You have to, huh. It's like timing. It's not It's not a horrible game. It's 20 bucks. I can't get my money back on it so I'm just going to have to live with it. Right. You know? But I'm looking at my trans, my purchase transaction. I'm going to say see, see V-Bucks. Three days later, V-Bucks. More <laughs> V-Bucks. I'm like, Jesus, just on that page, I think I <laughs> like, I'm like that can't be right. And I'm looking, going, okay. Well, I bought the th- I bought thirty one dollar, thirty two dollars that one because I you know I needed the 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 Luke Skywalker stuff, and then I bought because now of course they get you because you're like oh I'm sh- short a hundred you know V bucks to buy the stormtrooper, so now I have to buy twenty dollars worth of V bucks instead of spending eight dollars and get myself a thousand then you know and still have a little bit left over. I'm like no no something might come out tomorrow, so I gotta you know like I gotta be ready. I gotta be ready because I don't want you know <laughs> I, gotta, I, I gotta make sure right. I gotta, I gotta have an open vein. vein you know, ready. Ready. I gotta tighten those muscles so that way the vein pops <laughs> right. So I'm, and I'm I know where to go. go. So I'll just you know I'll just spend twenty bucks you know get myself you know the twenty eight hundred V bucks and. I'll use the hundred dollars off twenty seven hundred V bucks. No big deal. I think I have forty forty seven hundred V bucks at the moment because I'm also playing a character where I earn V bucks by playing, and I'm also that member. So like every month I get a thousand V bucks. Right. I'm gonna spend that anyway. I'm like well, what the hell? Is I got that. Got that V bucks, yo? Because I mean, I mean, granted, everybody, everybody has their problems, you know. It's like mine's movies, because uh-huh. but there'll be times I'm like at a at a website and I'm I'm like clicking like oh that one that one that one and I'll look at the I'll like luckily you I look at the right. cart before I hit the right. purchase button and going, who hundred and twenty dollars? Right, you know, and like, I'm like. Like, is it worth it? And then I'm like, yeah, I don't really need this one, or I don't need I, that, I do one. that when I, I did that when it comes to transferring my digital cop, my my physical copy into digital copies. Yeah, it's two bucks, but next thing you know, I'm like thirty dollars in my t- you know for two bucks a pop, and I'm going, do I really need these fifteen fucking movies? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the thing. That's why I like the fact there's a limit of a hundred in the year, right? So like, you can't buy those, movies. right? You can't go crazy, yeah. You know? Like like they limit you. Scanning your because you could like I'm not thinking if I could scan this whole library I'd be broke right 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 I would have a great library and God help us what happens when the next media thing comes around I'm going I hope this one I hope this one survives because that's my whole big problem I had with anything digital is the fact that well that's going to change that's going to go away and something new is going to come around 
Now, back in the day, it was like, you know, it, to me, it was ultraviolet was the name of the, the mm-hmm. down, you know, and now it's voodoo. And, and I'm like, and I'm buying movies flat out solely on voodoo. Like, I'm right. not, I don't have a physical copy of it. And a part of me is like, like Bullet Train. I don't own Bullet Train at all, but I own a digital copy. What happens in like, like when the next thing happens is all that. Well, shit I'm saying there's not go? a guarantee that that the, all those voodoo movies will, won't disappear on you. Right, like, like all that your library that you, we just bought, like right, spent hundreds of dollars off the big all years, and you're going shit. What the fuck? That's why, like, I buy the physical, like, like. Like I waited for Top Gun. You bought Top Gun probably digitally first, right? No, no, no I didn't. I waited because I knew I was going to get the 4K okay. Steelbook one. Like Bullet Train, though, that was one that you bought digitally. I waited right. till the physical came out I, and I bought it and I have it. I had Spider Man No Way Home for a long time before I even bought it because I waited for the reissue of the Steelbook that I had no idea was coming. And because I was like, well, I don't, I really want that Steelbook. It's a shame I missed it out on it, but I still have the movie. It's not that big of a deal. Then they reissued the steelbook. I'm like, okay, well, fuck that. I'm buying it, you know, so I can have it. I now have a code that I'm not using. Right. You know, I'm like, whatever. And I'm like, all right, well, at least now I have it physically, but I already also have it digitally. The th- 3,000 years along, I really want that part of my library. Uh, Fletch, Confess Fletch, mm. is now on streaming on Peacock, I think, um, or Stars, Paramount Plus Stars. Right. It's streaming on Stars. I'm like, well, I can probably you know, upgrade my plan so I can watch it. Or I could just buy it, but it's twenty dollars to buy it, and I'm like, I don't really want to buy it. Not yet. I'll wait till it comes out in physical media. Maybe I'll buy it then. Right. Um, but if it, if so, if all of a sudden I wake up and they're like, hey, it's ten bucks, I'm like, I think I might buy it. I have the other two Fletches. I might as well get this one. Right. You know. <laughs> the same with that. When I got the ten dollar <clears throat> thing for Spider Man, uh-huh. I was excited because I was like, it's fifteen, and I'm thinking. I think you could do better. Like, like I'm like either because I'm thinking worst case scenario, I buy it for fifteen bucks. That right. to me is the, like the worst case scenario. Right. I don't want to, but eventually, <laughs> eventually that will go down. If I wait long enough, that will go. Sure, down. Sure, it'll probably be a five dollar movie at some point. Point so. right, right. So I'll, then I'll buy it. But I'm thinking it has to come out physically eventually. Like you know. Well, yeah, I, yeah. And then I'll buy it and have the digital code, and then I'll have you know that'll be like right. But a part of me is like I don't. It's because when I looked it up and I looked at, it, I'm like, it's the exact same movie. I mean, it's got the extra footage on, but all the bonus features are still the same. And a part of me is like, I don't know if I can justify buying that movie again because that'll be twice. You know, regular cut, extended cut, but the bonus stuff's all the same. There's, they didn't give it any. I did kinda, the same thing with with the the X Men uh, DJ Future Past, the road cut. Like I did too. I'm like, I had to buy it. Like right. it had to be a part of my collection. I I said I said no to X Men 1.5. <laughs> what did I do many years later? I bought it. I bought it. You know, right. I guess it's like you. It's like no, I'm making a stand. I ain't buying no X Men 1.5. Fuck them. Five years later, oh, it's five bucks. I think I'll buy it. Yeah, right. Okay, it's not the fancy packaging, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, oh well, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll buy it. it. Was like fifteen bucks or ten right, bucks or right. whatever. The physical. I'm like, I got it now. I'm like, I'm like, because like in the back of my head, I'm going, you made a mistake. Right. <laughs> you need to buy it now. Right. It's not part of the collection. You have to have one one point five two. It's right there. You can't have it. <laughs> it's like missing a chapter of a book, Sean. You gotta buy it. Buy it. Ed. Buy it. Buy it. Buy it. And I did. Buy it. Did you ever watch it? Nope. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't watch it. No, I am wrong. I am, I stand corrected. I did watch it, and I wrong. I watched it incorrectly, and it bothers the shit out of me. I watched it incorrectly? How yes. do you watch I watched it backwards. There's extra there. footage that you have to hit the button. Oh. Because it plays through. Oh, yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. 
So they say like, hey, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna do this thing where you're gonna we're gonna make it X Men one point five. However, to get the point five version, you need to hit a button, and then we'll insert that scene. Right. If you don't hit that button, you're just watching the movie that you already probably own. Yes. You're like, well, I watched it. I watched it wrong, son of a bitch. Fuck. Now I gotta sit there and go wait and go. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Fathers the shit out of and me. And then you have to wait for that awkward pause for it to load, then watch the scene, then it pauses again, and, and then it goes back it goes to the back theater, and you're, like, and you're going, was that the scene I'm at? Like, was that? why did they... That was kind of a stupid scene. Right. Like, uh, why'd they put that in there? <laughs> Guess I'm glad I saw it. But whatever. They couldn't just seamlessly put it in there. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> like, like, why they could, like, just couldn't fold that in there. And go, right. Because that's what you buy. I mean, you're not, it's not like, oh, wait, it's, I bought the 1.5, and I saw a completely different movie. A uh, duh! It's, it's like, because they want you to use all the features of the of the DVD. It's oh, like, oh, oh here, you, hit the green button. You, you, <laughs> you got the remote. You see the little red right. rabbit? You know how to okay, it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Seems a little... I'm fucking lazy. Stace, you know what? Actually, that's not true. Stacey and I also did something else. We... She, we started talking about comic books and history and stuff like that. And she asked if there was ever like a, a, a show that talked about like the history of comic books. And I was like, well, actually, PBS did this three-part series yeah. called Superheroes. I bought it on Blu-ray. I know it's on digital for like five bucks. It's like part of my wish list. She's like, well, I come to watch that. I'm like, well, do you want to give it the Blu-ray? She's no, just buy it. Just buy it. It's five bucks. I'm like, I love you. <laughs> like, okay. You don't have to tell you to twist my arm. It's five fucking dollars. You know? I didn't even know that was there. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it is. It's five dollars. I, I can hold on a sec. I need to make a purchase. <laughs> it's called superheroes. It's I couldn't get it to work on movies anywhere for some reason, so I had to watch or on my Voodoo on the through the Amazon through the Fire Stick. But I can still I, we watched it through the Roku TV, like through the app. Right. But yeah, it's just called superheroes. It's one season, three episodes, five bucks. And it's like right now Ed is shopping while we're doing the show. <laughs> So now I have to kind of I'm stretch listening. it out. I have to stretch it out. You gotta go long, Sean. You gotta go long. Just stretch it out. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> what? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's so many superheroes. What the fuck? And you can't miss it. It's got the blue background. I know it exactly. Oh, like, okay. I have the I have the DVD of it. Right. Because I saw it like at a like. I forget where I bought it from, and I was like so excited because I remember watching. It, I remember like, watching it on PBS. It was a big deal. Like I'm like, I'm oh, I feel so fancy. I'm watching PBS. <laughs> there it is. I it was like it. right around the time the Avengers was coming out, so it was like a big deal. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'm gonna watch it. It's three, it was like three hours. Standard three. definition is forty ninety nine. The 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 HDX and or standard, standard eight bucks. Eight bucks. That's what I bought. I bought the eight dollar one. <laughs> it's like, and so did I. And I just bought it. <laughs> Ching! You're welcome. Because <laughs> that is, I mean, that that is, if you want the history of comic books, yeah, that is the definitive. Yeah, I would say like up until 2013, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, it was very much. They should now they should add another the, another uh, chapter, another chapter, in my opinion, or a second season, because it does like hey, you know, we talk about um, we call this birth of Superman and immigrants, and they talk basically through every generation, like. The 40s, the 50s, the 60s, up to the, you know, like, the in the the second episode kind of takes place in the 60s and 70s and mm. some of the 80s. And then the last chapter is like, well, you know, now movies are a big play. And they right. kind of, 
of course they have Stanley, and it makes me kind of like tear up hearing him talk. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh man, I miss that man. Yeah. yeah. So it's always it's kind of it's like a nice little Liev Schreiber is the host. He walks out on stage, you know, and there's like photos, and he's like, I used to collect comic books, and I was lucky enough to play one. They have him as Sabretooth in the right. background, you know. I think it's 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 you know it's she. I told her she's kind of hit or miss with some of the stuff. Like it wasn't really like what we what actually what what caused it. And I thought it was an interesting conversation Stacy and I had was how colors represent things in comic books and movies. Like I was like, it's not a secret that you know, or actually how Christianity has an influence on because she asked about the color red and the devil and stuff like that. That's how it started. Mm. And I was like, we and it got into comic books about how like color patterns and. Like what colors mean? Like what does yellow mean in the Hindu religion? How how different Western culture is to most of the rest of the world as far as what a color means? Mm. Like the color to most people is passion on, on love, and, and but you know there's also American culture. It's evil, it's syndicated with the devil because of red. And and I was like, I told Stacey, I was like, well, it's kind of like how, you know. I said that most of the time it's because of Christianity. Christianity said, you know, if you do these things, you're gonna go to hell. And and hell is represented by reds, and so that way, all you know. Well, it's a, it's also psychological. It's not really religious. Sure. It's mostly psychological because there's the like uh, like uh, the green mile like type of thing where they yeah. they paint it. Green's a common color, right? So that's why they painted the floors green, and on like when they, you go to death row, it's because of that reason. Well, yes, but also green represents rebirth of nature and stuff like right. that. Poison ivy being you know green, obviously, right? But then, like, 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 there's also like there's there's certain shades of green. Like, there's what they call uh, Disney actually created. It's called Go Away Green, and what it is is that it's painted buildings that are painted this color. So as you're on a ride or on a right. you know a, a, a something, and you they don't want you to look at it, and stare at it. It's a color you dismiss in your eyes, like it's a psychological type of thing. So they they go through the list of colors, like all the palettes, and there's there's certain representations of it and why type of thing. Now, granted, some of it is based on history, like you said, like reds for right. the devil and stuff like that because of the evil it right. did and back like, in the eighteen like, hundreds. The Scarlet Letter, obviously, Scarlet is the adulteress, like yeah. those things. But again, that is from a Puritan perspective, right. based upon. You know, red devil religion, all that kind of stuff. It wasn't like I wasn't throwing Christianity under the bus, right? But you can clearly see. No, I mean you're right. You know, you I can mean right. Clearly about the devil see being how red and all, yeah. Christianity has an influence on how we perceive things. Not maybe not currently, but because of the history of of religion itself, how what they've painted the way for us to see things in certain ways. Mm-hmm. You might not realize it, but there's reasons why this is blue or this is red. So we said that's how it started. The conversation, and then it lead it into superheroes. Like, do you not, not surprised that Wonder Woman's colors are primarily red, white, and blue? Look at Batman. Batman's potentially black because he works in the cover of night. You know, he's supposed to be scary. Mm. Superman's red and blue. You know, because that red means something, blue means something. Plus, also, you know, America because they were by two people who were immigrants mm. came to America. Superman's kind of like what they aspire the American dream to be. Right. An immigrant comes over, makes good, gets a regular-ass job, is also a pillar of his community. Mm-hmm. So she was like, well, was, and that's what started the, well, is there anything about, like, we can watch about stuff like that? I'm like, well, <laughs> just so happens. Hey. Here it is. And, and I thought, after the first episode, she kind of bored with it. Like, you know, because I'm fascinated. Like, I'm, I, when you click that, you can go down, like, oh, they have Doom. Like, the Doom 
uh, documentaries on there. Mm. You know, and I'm like, there's a nice well of documentary, comic book documentaries that you can start buying on Vudu. And I'm like, I kind of want to get all of them just because I like, you know, documentaries about stuff I like. I'm not going to be like, here's how we made stuff in World War II. I don't care. Well, it's, it's funny because like the, I've been I've been falling down a rabbit well as well for history in terms of things. There's two guys that I've been watching, and they're they're interesting in in, right. in terms of they're not. It's not like um, big time history like All type right. of thing. It's the small stories like kind of thing, and I'm, I've been fascinated with like uh, John Deere. Right, you know, like type of thing, like well, how did John Deere become like the synonymous name right. of John Deere tractors and stuff right, like right, that, right. and how and how that happened? He was a blacksmith that uh, basically uh, he he created a shop. He had a silent partner named Jay Wright. They built the shop. It burnt down, uh, and then For court- the insurance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, some of you, you, you probably got white, maybe, but. So they build, they scrape up more money, and they they right, do it again. Right. And then months later, it burns down again. And then, of course, most of the people that <laughs> most of those people that town, uh, the thing. So he decides to move away and start his career kind of again because he he got a job somewhere else doing. <clears throat> so I forget what he was doing exactly, but then he left that fireman. Insurance <laughs> <laughs> salesman. Insurance Insurance adjuster. That uh, looks like it was tampered with, ma'am. <laughs> How would you know? Oh, I know. Oh, I know. So basically, the, the Jay Wright finds out, and he actually moves to Illinois, and he builds a uh, plow that's all steel. That's like the first time, like they think. And from there, he grows. Called his- it your mom. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Give me that plow, your mom. <laughs> So anyway, so but so it's it, it's I'm trying I'm trying to find it as we're talking, but it's it's these little stories about like right little nuggets little, of the history type right. of thing, and then there's the history guy who talks about different. Hey man, I'm the history guy. He talks about different people in history that you're going. You might not know him, but you know his like he right. was one you of. You might the, not know the name Peter. Ver- we go. Peter Bogdanovich. <laughs> Some people might, but you might not know of David Pumpkins. But let me tell you what he did. did. If it wasn't for him, you wouldn't have jack o' lanterns. <laughs> let me give you a little story about Peter Pumpkins. Right. <laughs> Some David like- S. Pumpkin, Esquire. He was so scary and whoa. <laughs> but it was basically like like car- uh, people that were like part of the <coughs> Civil War that were right. like you know like type of thing like. The one guy who actually saw the signing of the surrender of the Civil War, he lived to a certain age, right? And like, like, but he was the grand grandson of um, Lincoln. Sorry, he was he was a rel- he was a relative right, of right. Lincoln, basically. And that, like, like you know, of course, you know, Lincoln didn't see the end of the Civil War, but right, you know, right, as, right, of course, as the you know. But that's the idea. Like, like he, he, it just. Hey, fast- man, you want to know the history of the town of Pennsylvania called Intercourse? We'll tell you right now. <laughs> I, I just, I, <laughs> I end up getting hooked on these guys. Right, you fall into a well. Oh. You're like, oh, that's kind of fascinating. What's next? Everyone knows I have a needle. How that phrase came? We're going to tell you right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, because they're, they're like, it started out with like some British guy that. Some lives- British guy. Hey, look at some British guy coming up right now. It started with him. 
he lives here in America and he shows the differences between America, like their right, and, different and, cultures, different cultures, language, certain words we use, characters, <laughs> stuff like that. And it was. Let's move forward. <laughs> Let's move forward to DVD Blu-ray releases for the week, Ed. <laughs> here we go, kids. Releases of the week. Not much is coming out this week, I have to say. Oh, uh, fascinating. A lot, of, a lot of Christmas movies. That's, right, you know, it's well, that time of the year. You know, oh, and they're look, not big movies. They're like the Hallmark. Right, because it's the Hallmark. Like, hey, everybody, welcome. It's the Hallmark. Bob, 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 Reno Christmas. Uh, Earth Girls Are Easy is getting released on Blu-ray. Really? Yes. I love that movie, actually. <laughs> that's actually kind of like a really never been on Blu-ray before. I might have to put that on my list. Is it a steelbook? No. Fuck. No, no, it's not a steelbook. It is on my wish list. I love that movie. It's a it's a Gina Davis, um, Jeff Goldblum Go movie right. where Jeff Goldblum plays an alien, lands on Earth, crash lands on Earth, falls in love with Gina Davis, and it's a love story. And they clean up. The, he's uh, I think blue. I think yeah. he is, and they shave him down. And he looks like kind of studly, which is weird to say Jeff Goldblum being cast as like the handsome type guy, right? But what's interesting is that it's one of three aliens. So you have Jeff Goldblum, and the other two aliens are Damon Wayans and Jim Carrey, yeah. who steal the movie for me. Mm-hmm. Because when I watched it, I didn't really know who they were because they were kind of unknowns at the time. Yeah, it's like um, watching Once Bitten. You know, like watch Once Bitten for you know Jim Carrey. So they they because they're aliens they don't really they also get shaved down and they're they are played off as these three aliens are all hot and they're trying to get laid <laughs> <laughs> and it's just watching the two of them interact with each other it's like did they even read a script because I felt like they just kind of were like do whatever you want to do you know yeah. and they were just walking around like playing with stuff and I'm like while you're watching Jeff Goldblum trying to be smoldering to Gina Davis. <laughs> That's I think how they Judy Tenuta's in that because she just passed away not too long ago. Not Judy Tenuta. She was. It was uh, Julie Brown. Oh, down, uh, yeah, okay. not downtown Julie. Not Brown. downtown Julie. Julie Brown. All yeah, right. Julie Brown. Julie Brown means- and and what do you call it? Judy Tenuta always seemed kind of similar to me. <laughs> I guess. What? Like, <laughs> what? I don't know. Judy Tenuta. I'm not saying like in my head. Okay. Judy, okay. Those of you who know, Ed and I were old, so there was a, a long list of comedians like Bobcat Goldthwait, Emo Phillips, which I was surprised he was still alive when I saw him in the yeah. movie. But Judy Tenuta was also a comedian. She kind of met her pigs. Like, she was very, like, sweet, short, and kind of like, but she, and she played the accordion, yeah. too, which makes it even kind of funnier, because I'm like, she would because it was right around time Weird Al was kind of popular, too, so there was, like, two people I knew that played the accordion. accordion right. One was Weird Al, the other one was Judy Tenuta, one was a, muse- a parody guy, the other one was a comic. Mm. And she was funny, but she was always kind of, like, you know, kind of cute, and they, like, have, like, really, like, these cute little antidotes, but then she kind of, like, grudge it up a little bit. You right. know? And she just died not too long ago. I was like, son of a bitch. Oh, man, that sucks. I didn't even know she pissed away. Right, yeah, it was, it was a couple weeks ago. I was going to bring it up on the show. I'm like, eh, would anybody even care? Like, I would. I, right. Like, hey, hey, guess what? <laughs> Judy <That's>... Tenuta? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> would have laughed. She would have laughed. She would have thought that was funny. <laughs> so, anyway. So, uh. We're trying to do a bit about my accordion. Because, <laughs> yeah, she'd, she'd be like this prim proper, and then she would do that voice. Like, right. She always was just like a. Like a, like a 
a five year old girl like uh, try to be a princess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see if I can. Jesus Christ. No, I'm not Judy Tenuta. Yeah. No, we're not ready to do that. What the fuck? That 32, 32 Duda. <laughs> Judy Tenuta. <laughs> See. Oh my god, that is great. Here, I'm going to see if I can give you a little, little taste of Judy. <laughs> we'll play after the ads. <laughs> oh, don't miss out on Black Friday deals, Ed. At Best Buy. Oh my goodness, let me skip that ad. And she comes up, she's walking up, she's dressed, she's got this flowing cape on, but she's got a an accordion also stuck to her. They're like, oh! She's like, oh, look. What was this? 1990, by the way. Wow. Ooh. Clown jewels. Nineteen ninety, folks. By the way, oh my god! Except for Ivana, yeah, yeah, she's kind of moody. Okay. So, so anyway, I'm sitting on the plane, and you know, Trump is sitting next to me, and he's breathing on me, <laughs> and he has coffee breath like Juan Valdez's sweat sock. Okay, I like that. <laughs> then he goes he goes Judy my dog died last June I said well did you have to bury him in your mouth <laughs> there you go there you go that's a little little taste of Judy <laughs> so yeah we lost Judy <laughs> she was in I think a movie with Shakes the Clown I think that was wasn't that uh with Bobcat, she probably was. I mean, she, she did because <laughs> the, like, a whole bunch of those comedians, like you know, worked together. You know, because like, they were all like the eyeball comics. Yeah, Judy Tenuta, Emo Phillips, um, Stephen Wright, Bobcat Goldthwaite, Paula Poundstone would have been thrown in there too. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring up a flat oh, 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 whole bunch of comedians that no one's ever heard of. Look them up, people. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman would have fallen in that market, yeah. that, that that list too. So, what else you got coming out, Ed? Uh, let's do the 4Ks now. Are you oh, ready? Oh, boy, yep. Eight Miles getting a 4K this week. Okay, speaking of, Eminem's being inducted into the Hall of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There you go. Just so you know. Casablanca is also getting a 4K release. Mm. Was it Academy Award winner? Makes sense. Yep. You know, play it again, Sam. Uh, Escape from Alcatraz is getting a 4K release. <sighs> I mean, it's a Clint Eastwood movie, I guess, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's a good movie. It's kind of a classic. Speaking of classic, I'm really tempted to buy an uh, well, it was on sale, five bucks, dirty dozen, a Lee Marvin movie. The dirty dozen. The dirty dozen. Oh, El Voodoo. Yeah, yeah, five bucks. Like maybe Kelly's Heroes too. 
Remember those two movies? Yeah. I used to watch them all the time. I don't remember why. Well, Jerry Dozen was one of those movies. It's like, you know, like you... It was it was kind of like that when you were a kid, like, like the Dirty Dozen, like like it was like that hodgepodge of no misfits. Right, they were misfits. They're, they're going to put together and they're going to try and assassinate. steal Nazi gold. Right. Yeah. All right. What else is coming out in 4K, Ed? I, the jury, is getting a 4K release. Really? Plus 3D. 1953. Oh, I was thinking completely different fucking movie. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. What movie? Uh, I was thinking I the Drew was the Mike Hammer movie, the Armand Asante movie. <laughs> yeah, that's not getting it. Fuck! I was really excited there for a second because I was like, oh my God, I think it's on my wish list of voodoo and I'm like, I don't, never see it on sale. And I'm like, I kind of want that. I remember watching that movie. I was, it was the first time I seen Armand Asante and Barbara Carrera. Yeah. And I, there was a love scene. It was like, I was my first time like really seeing like a, I wouldn't say a hardcore love scene, but they were rolling around, bare-ass, naked, and I'm like, pff, I don't know, 15, going, I kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> that Barbara Carrera is kind of sexy. <laughs> Great legs. Ow. Ow. <laughs> what else? Uh, Saturday Night Fever is getting a 4K release. Uh, really? Yeah. After all this time? I figured that would be right up there. Okay. I mean, I just, you know, like, look, I mean, I... Everyone needs to see that disco gloriousness in 4K, I guess. <laughs> and finally, not, this is not a 4K. This is just coming out on Blu-ray. Frasier, the complete series, is coming out. Oh, on, that's on interesting, Blu-ray. considering there's rumblings of a, a resurgence of a, a new Frasier TV show coming to streaming. Not yeah. Going, not, yeah, he's not going to be... He's leaving, He left Seattle. Yeah. So it's going to be a whole new... Whole, whole new, new town. Whole new town with Frasier Crane. All right, what else? Uh, let's move on to video games. Oh, boy. Here we go. Ready? Uh, we got Football Manager 2023, developed, <laughs> developed by Sports Interactive and published by Sega of Europe for the PS5. You know what the kids want to play? They want to play football. No, they don't want to play football. They want to manage football. <laughs> it's for the PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, SX, Switch, and PC. That's coming out on Tuesday. No, no. I mean, imagine this. Imagine having to build your your, stu- your stadium and have to worry about checks and balances, profit and loss. And this is not American football, by the way. This oh, is, it's, it's soccer. Europe. Yes. Soccer. So now, now so, so it's, it's football. It's not even foot. It's not American football. It's it's European football. It's soccer. It's soccer. So you gotta learn how to manage a soccer team. You're Ted Lasso, <laughs> except not just well, a, coach. a bunch of guys run around a field for an hour, kicking a ball, kicking a ball. Oh, that's the they did at the end of the game. Try to make store. money from it. All right, what else? Right. Odd World. Soulstorm, developed and published by Oddworld Inhabitants for the Switch, and that's coming out Tuesday, November oh, okay. 8th. All right, so it's basically getting a, a, a Switch port. Gotcha. Return to Monkey Island, developed by Ooh. Terrible Toy Box and published by uh, Developer Digital and Lucas Games for the PS5, Xbox Series, SNX, oh, and that's coming out on Tuesday, the 8th. I played that on the PC a long, long time ago. There you go. In a galaxy far away. Now you can, now you can play it in 4K. My, my, this here attic. <laughs> Sifu developed and published by <laughs> Slow Cap for the Switch, and that's also coming out on Tuesday. Wow, okay. I play, that's the game I played on the PS5. All right. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, Sonic Frontiers, uh, that's developed and published by uh, developed by Sonic Team and published by Sega for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, SX, Switch, and PC, and that's coming out on Tuesday as well. Yeah, that's that's the open world Sonic game. I, I I'm half tempted to play it, like buy it. Okay. You know. All right. What else? Uh, the big one for me this week, uh, uh-huh. God of War Ragnarok, developed by Santa Monica Studio and published by PlayStation that's Studios for the PS4 and PS5. And that's Wednesday the 9th. Uh-huh. Then we have Vampire Survivors, developed and published by... What? Ponicle for the right. Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X. I'm a Vampire Survivors! <laughs> for Thursday the 10th. And then we have Atari 50, the Anniversary Collection. Developed by Digital Eclipse and published by Atari for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, <laughs> SNX, Switch, and PC, and that's coming out on Friday the 11th. Hey, here's the most advanced technological console on it. Where do you want to play? Pong. Pong. <laughs> what? <laughs> Does it have the ET game? Because, you know. <laughs> I need to bury that in my backyard. Right. Jesus Christ. Oh, what games it have? Uh, jungle, whatever. What's the. Uh, jungle Hunt? Uh, no. Uh, where were you running and you're swinging on the vines? <laughs> Pitfall. Pitfall. Yeah, nothing Nothing says glorious 4K like Pitfall. There was, I have to say, I have to stop you right there. <laughs> Hold on, Ed. Hold on, was, Sean. How dare, there was, there How was, dare you? There was the late 90s, and I was dating this girl who had three boys, and they were playing, I think it was, it was Nintendo uh, 64, it might have been. Right. Okay. And they had a Pitfall game for it. Right, they kind of rebooted it, was, it for it. Yeah. Right, and it was nothing like the original game at all type of right, thing. Right, But if you went into a, a portal, uh-huh. it would play the old 80s arcade game. Right. And they couldn't beat that. it, right? So they gave it to me to play. They gave it to the old man. Yeah, because he knew how to play it. Right. And back, I, in, I, back in my day, I used to be the master of Pitfall. Uh, <laughs> Dude, it was like 10 years ago. I knew! <laughs> It was like 15, really. But anyway. For 15 whole years. Good. But anyway, I played it. And, right. there, and they were like, basically like. They're at all. They were they they right. were for like 10 minutes. Right. I'm a hero to these children. For like 10 minutes. Right. 10 minutes, I was God. <laughs> but then they got annoyed because it's just like, how does this, how do you beat this level? I'm like, you don't. You don't. <laughs> you just keep playing. Back in my day, you it was keep, an endless pitfall. Endless. You keep going and going. So eventually, another ten minutes went by, and the three of them right, they get bored. One They're at like, a time, left. Right. You know, like, like, oh, this is fascinating. This is incredible. How do you win? You don't, kid. You just keep playing. And the best part, though, for me was for twenty minutes, I didn't die once. I didn't use <laughs> like you know, like, I had three characters, right, right, three right, lives, right. or whatever. Right. I didn't use one of them. I was like, to me, that was the greatest. Didn't die once. It's my best achievement. Fifteen years after the game was released, I went twenty minutes without dying. That's the greatest experience of my oh, life. Oh, thank God I didn't land on a goddamn alligator. <laughs> but then there was there was a um, there was a portal to get out back to the regular. Right, games right. I, re- I do remember that that updated version didn't sell well. No, no, because no one wants that. But I mean, good for them. Atari's coming out with a 50th anniversary of their video games for PS5 and the Xbox Series X and the Switch. Also for the PS4 and Xbox One. Well, of course it is, but I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm trying for the to high end, the high, high end, end stuff. Oh man, I paid three thousand dollars for this high end computer. What are you playing? Waka 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 waka. Pac Man. Waka 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 waka. Computer. Oh, oh, stop. Right. I said the c word. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, let's move All right, on. Yep. Okay. What else? Uh, Resident Evil Two, developed and published by Capcom for the Switch, okay. and that's coming on Friday the eleventh. Oh. And finally, Tactics Ogre Reborn, published and uh, developed and published by Square Enix for the PS4, PS5, uh, Switch, and PC, and that's coming out on Friday the eleventh. Okay. And there well, you go, kids. Oof. That was all the games coming out this week. All right. Well, that's good for us. All right, Ed. <clears throat> I have to see where I'm at here. Okay. I don't care. Hey, Ed, they cast somebody to play Wonder Man. Yaha Abdul Mateen II to lead Disney Plus series. Thank God you could pronounce that name. Well, he's recalled. He's Black Manta. Oh, is that the guy? Yeah. Ah, so he's switching from, from DC to Marvel? I guess so. He's jumping ship. Uh, he was also Dr. Manhattan, too, in the uh, Watchmen TV show. But uh, Yahaya yeah, yeah, Abdul-Mateen II is set to join the Disney Plus series Wonder Man as Simon Williams, who transforms into a, the titular superhero. It will be Abdul-Mateen's third major comic book character after playing the villain Black Manta in Aquaman. Dr. Manhattan, HBO's 2019 series The Watchmen, which he won an Emmy for, by the way. Uh, he's already set to reprise Black Manta in the Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, currently scheduled for Christmas 2023. Uh, filmmaker Destin Daniel Cretton, who directed Marvel's 2021 feature Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings, is developing Wonder Man with head writer Andrew Guest, who did Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Community. Um, also, he's, I guess, you know... Well, this is going to be this to me. He's this already is set to direct 2025's Avengers: The Kang Dynasty, and he's expected to helm the prospective, though unannounced, Shang Chi sequel. Hmm. Um, okay, so in case you don't know who Wonder Man is, uh, Williams is the son of a wealthy industrialist whose company, Williams Innovation, is run out of business due to competition from Stark Industries. In desperation, Simon turns to Baron Zemo who gives Simon superpowers and directs him to infiltrate and then betray the Avengers. Eventually, however, Simon joins the Avengers in earnest and is even a founding member of the spinoff team, the West Coast Avengers. However, it's unclear how much or little the storyline will make its way into the series. Uh, It does seem likely, though, that Williams' comic history as an actor and stunt performer will come into play in the show, as Ben Kingsley is set to return as failed actor-turned-reformed villain Trevor Slattery, which he originated in 2013's Iron Man 3 and reprised in Shang-Chi. Marvel Studios has not yet announced a premiere date for Wonder Man. Um, Okay. I'm kind of excited about this. I really am. I, I, the only reason why is because I have no clue who Wonder Man is. I know I knew he of his existence. I've never. I can honestly say I can never. I cannot remember a comic book where I read about Wonder Man. I can't. You know, I, Look, like I'll be honest. The closest we got to a Wonder Man anything was in um, Guardians of the Galaxy Two. There was movie posters with Wonder Man on it, yeah. and it was Nathan Fillion. So a lot of people right away are like, why didn't you get Nathan Fillion? Because he has already been established in the MCU as Wonder Man, thanks to James Gunn. Because he's on a couple movie posters yeah. with, with you know his, Simon Williams in it. Whatever. Don't care. I don't care. I mean, some people might have a problem, too, that he's African-American or 
uh, a person of color. Right. So I'm sure that's got some people up in a tizzy. Um, Ooh. But if you've never heard of the character, you don't know much about the character, the only way you know about the character's color or ethnic background is if you're a fan. Right. If you don't know, why should it matter? Right. Like you're, It's like, hey, welcome to a new character that you know nothing about. Yo, he's that guy. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's just like like I I I knew he was white at one point because there was trading cards and stuff. Right, I knew he was white at one point in time. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking Disney. <laughs> but it's like it is what it is. You like right. you get to a point where you're going, they're gonna do whatever they he's want. A, with he, I mean, I'll be honest. I, okay, I liked him as Black Manta. He was really good as Doctor Manhattan. If you've never seen the Watchmen TV show, watch it. It's really good. It completely. Uh, kind of goes off the rails. Nothing really followed the comic book, mm. but it is so good, so good that they wanted a second a second season. And Damon Lindelof, who created the series, is like, nope, not doing it. <laughs> we get one out of me. That's it. Right. You know. And I'm like, wow, because it was it was really really good. I highly recommend it if you haven't watched it. That should be on your watch list. Okay, The Watchmen. Oh, <laughs> but the thing is, is I I you know I'm 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 looking forward to because it it's just like I haven't been really like totally disappointed with anything disney's put out i have i'm not been like oh i'm super excited for this and i'm, right, I'm like think right. like i'll watch anything to the end you know for disney but it's just like like some things i'm like eh, like it wasn't that great like like you know i'll, I'll admit it, you know like right. like i'm not gonna be like you know like i wouldn't recommend it but it's just like it was a tough watch you right know? it like, wasn't for me maybe it's for you like, i right. have yet to watch an episode of andor i mean i'm now it's getting good you know right. 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 Like, like, like the first few episodes you're watching you're going <laughs> Boy, this is gonna be a long series, and it feels like it forever. And then all of a sudden, like it's starting. Like now, things are like picking up, picking up, and pieces gotcha. are, are like pieces of the puzzle are now putting into place. The show's good. Yeah, I, I, I'm not discounting the the quality of the show. I just I, I'm like, why? When do I have fucking time to watch that show? I just don't. The show maybe not play Fortnite for three hours. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Relaxes me. <laughs> you don't have to watch it for three hours. You can watch it an hour a night, you know. And then like, the problem is, I start that and I just fall off. I, I mean, I'm still trying to catch up with uh, Cobra Kai. Uh-huh. You know, the next new season. I think I missed a season so far. I'm like a season and a half behind. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Some going through changes. Big mouth. That. Uh, that has got a new season I gotta watch that because mm. I love that show I just I don't know sometimes there's just too much stuff to consume right. which is frustrating because it's like now that I cut the cord from stream you know and I stream everything it now is frustrating because now there's so much content for me to watch when cutting cable was because there was nothing for me to watch like now that I get to pick and choose what I want to watch and what I'm interested in it's like oh well Sean you got plenty of stuff to watch I don't have the time. I just don't have it. Don't but have it. But, but, but that's the question you always ask yourself. Like, how did I? How did I do it before? Like, like there was all those channels right. to watch. Like, like I'm saying, like it's, it's like I'm not fifty-seven I was, channels and nothing on. Right. <laughs> that's true. There were some days that you you didn't. So you DVR stuff that right. you you know so you could you could pace yourself about right. it. Basically, Back a few episodes. Right. So that way you you could, you know if there's a Sunday or Saturday you had nothing to do right. and you end up watching those and you're going all right I I, I binge watched like kind of the first right. you know, attempts at that. But the the to me it's just like there's so much entertainment out there. It's just like well before cable how did we do this like how do we like- <laughs> you waited you waited Ed. oh my god it's christmas time uh, we call it it's the it's 
Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. Yeah, so you watch Charlie Brown, you fuck Christmas. You watch Wizard of Oz every Halloween or Thanksgiving or whatever. Thanksgiving. Oh, my God, Ten Commandments is coming up on Thanksgiving. Easter. It's awesome. That's how you did it, Ed. You lived for those moments in in history. Oh, my God, Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown's coming up. It's going to be awesome. But those you watch year after year, and then all of a sudden, like you know, you're watching like like I'm going way back, like Mash the finale, right. you know, like David thing. I like, bought Mash the movie, five bucks, voodoo. Sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I can sidetrack you <laughs> all the shit that I talk. Well, this, this is so this awesome is to me. I think about it, I'm like Mash. Yeah, I love that TV show. Yeah, you're right. Oh, it's on sale. Voodoo five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like a split second in your brain, and it's like it's like this little. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yes, we had those moments in our lives where we were like, "Oh my God, mash the finale!" Just go on. I can't. I really. <laughs> Why? I lost my place. Oh, so, all right. No, yeah. So, so I mean, like, like back then, you had like like four or five channels, and then when right, cable right, right. came out, and you know, like you know, they especially had HBO and Cinemax and all this kind of stuff, and you're going. How, how did I miss shit? Like, like I, I saw stuff. Like, though, to me, like HBO. When I remember when I was, uh, you know, got my first, my own place and got like right. HBO, it was exciting. But after a while, you're going, I seen this movie like fucking twelve times. Right. Every time I turn it on, it's, it's always awesome. fucking on. <laughs> it's like it's heavy rotation. <laughs> I don't care about Life Force at this moment. I've seen it a bunch of times. Or what was the Fighter Force, the one with the motorcycles? Mega Force. You know how many times I stumble the pause? I watched Mega Force once. I'm like, oh my god! I think they even had toys, and I got them. And then after a while, I'm like, oh, Mega Force is on again. <laughs> Crawl. It's another movie I think I've seen at nauseum. Like, oh my god, what's on? Crawl. It's five o'clock in the morning. What's on? Crawl. <laughs> it's three o'clock in the afternoon. What's on? Crawl. Crawl. I I gotta go to school. It's like seven o'clock in the morning. It's, just, it's crawl. Fuck! <laughs> I can't get away from it. It's yeah. like it's like a heavy rotation because HBO is a fledgling. Uh, okay, I got I got I got I got a bone to pick. All right. When did HBO become fifty years old? <laughs> HBO been around for fifty years. You just get the fuck out of here because I'm, I'm scrolling through Facebook and I'm like, hey, you know, the, oh yeah, HBO I, I, I Max every, is doing every three that. Three or four posts, I got a fifty right. year old. It's like hey, HBO Max is fifty years old. I'm going. I don't remember cable coming out when I was two. Like what? What in 1972? That's when HBO got created. How? When? When did you get it? Because the cable I know came out in like the mid 80s. Well, the popular masses was the the, the 1980s, like like oh, that, you know, oh, type of the snobby rich people. Snobby rich people had it in the oh, 70s, you know, like oh satellite, like, <laughs> big satellite dish in your front line, being. That was like the the biggest I, moment. I get like, to watch Tonight Show live three hours before everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. Actually, no, you didn't because it was in New York. It wasn't three hours earlier. Oh, I meant I meant Rico and uh, Johnny Carson. Carson was Rico. No, Jimmy Fallon no, moved the Tonight Show to New, New York. New York right. Yes. yes. Right. Oh, I get to watch it. Look, it's live. I'm watching Saturday Night Live. I'm live. Everyone else is, dude. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, that big fucking dish on your roof. Are you afraid it's going to collapse? Like, no. I support it. 50 years of HBO. I'm gone. Who the fuck? 
But they, they, they. What was on? <laughs> crap. Dressed to kill. <laughs> that was it. Or, oh, look, George Carlin's got another comedy special on. We're going to play it every hour. Every other hour. George Carlin comedy. Because they're wrong. I like George Carlin, but what else are they going to do? Oh, look, sports events. Well, I say they, they had, they had stuff like. <laughs> Heavy metal. <laughs> somebody somebody talks about the history of, of HBO and it's like it's like back in the day was it those two history guys you're talking <laughs> no, about no, right. different 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 like I think it was uh, Klein what was it the comedian the comedian um no I'm gonna have to look I, I, I but anyway he was like there was like there was like a roller skate rink uh, uh, a dance off type of show that they had tune in to HBO Max it's <laughs> HBO for roller rink derby, I think they had like some kind of like uh, Polish like bands playing, you know, like exactly like like they would put anything on the air right. just to put it on the air, <laughs> and that's what that's what kind of made them the the when they got the the more risque stuff and all right. that was like t- that's right, oh, <laughs> Scarface, oh. those naughty fix. <laughs> So, so when they when they got to that point, I saw the, what do you call it? Escape from New York. I think I saw it on HBO, like a bootleg from HBO. <laughs> Did you buy that for five bucks? <laughs> Voodoo. No, no, I don't actually. No, I don't own uh, it on Voodoo. Not yet. <laughs> I it's not five, it hasn't been five bucks yet. I think Escape from LA has. <laughs> I didn't know. Thank you. <laughs> <sighs> anyway right um, so so speaking of um, HBO uh, Stargirl is going to end with season 3 on the CW really you, are you watching Stargirl no neither am I <laughs> I just thought it was interesting that Stargirl will come to I it. can't believe it's only season 3 that's the thing that bothers me <laughs> shit sometimes is the fact that it's like it's season three. How long has that show been out? Three years. Three years. That's, that's it. Yep. It feels like it's been like longer than that. Well, like, probably because it's got that twenty-four episode format. Because you know we're so used to oh ten episodes, you're in, you're out, you're done. But on regular TV, it's they want twenty-four episodes. They got it. Got to keep asses and seats, Ed. But it it just amazed me because like some some shows you go and like it's like episode twelve or episode like uh, not episode season. Ten, you're going. It's been on for ten years, right? I can't fucking believe this. Right. Like, it feels like I just saw episode like season two was like last year or whatever, and then like something like that. You're going. There's only been three seasons of Star Girl, right? I'm like, that's just ridiculous. <sighs> so right now, it's currently airing its third season, with the finale set to air on December seventh. So it's coming up soon. Uh, this is the latest CW scripted series to announce it will come to an end following Next Star's completion of its acquisition of the CW in October. Uh, it was most recently announced that Nancy Drew will end with its fourth season, which makes me go, Nancy Drew has been on longer than... That's <laughs> See, there you go. Uh, with both The Flash and Riverdale also coming to an end. Uh, the CW also canceled many of its scripted originals back in May. Uh, Jeff Johns, who helped create it, said, Stargirls has always been a special place in my heart for many reasons. With all the brewing changes in the network, we're all aware this was a possibility of the last season. So we wrote that with that. We wrote that with that. Ooh, so we wrote with that in mind, and have delivered what I believe to be the best season of Starco yet, with a complete creative closure. Uh, the cast and crew are extraordinary. I'd like to thank them for helping me bring the series to life. Um, Breck and, um, embodied Courtney in every every way possible with great strengths of humor. Blah blah blah. We couldn't be more proud of the show and the fan community it has built. So 
No more. Stargirl. Again, never watched it. I know that uh, Jeff Johns helped. He really pushed to try to get the show created because it, um, he wrote the comic book because of his sister who passed away. So there's like a family tie there for him. So having a live action character was like kind of like a dream come true for him. And that's why I worked on the show and everything like that. So Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I am listening. <laughs> what are you looking for? See, that's what I have to contend with, folks. He might, I might jump in with maybe like a random <laughs> thought every once in a while. But I have to worry about him scrolling through fucking TV going, um, yeah, did you pay attention? No, no, hold on. I got to find out if uh, Stargirl is still on. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you got me like is this game how much is this game <laughs> <laughs> see uh, how much is that worth now <laughs> anyway no I, I it, it what makes the thing is is that uh, Luke Luke Wilson yeah Luke Wilson is, right. is actually on the show yes and I'm thinking that must suck for him I really like <laughs> oh, I mean I, oh, I gotta watch Olsen oh and my brother you know fucking season two of Loki <laughs> fucking dick <laughs> I have my own superhero for him like, yeah I guess you kind of did I had my show for three years what the fuck were you doing Owen I, I was I was working for the Disney Corporation you working for DC <laughs> distinguished competitor was where I met <laughs> um yeah, that's just going to be a shame. I mean, I was kind of interested in seeing the show. Well, now you can. And then, Watch uh, all three seasons and not have to worry about it. Apparently it comes to a close. Right. <laughs> I can catch up on that one. Uh, you know, and of course, I probably still won't watch Right. It. I'll be honest, folks. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, if I'm not watching it now, it ain't happening. Right. I got, I got, I, I was, the other the other week I was talking to a friend of mine, and I have a list. I, I start writing down stuff. That I want to see. Oh, it's become that old. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I have actually like organized by like like Netflix or or whatever. It's anal and old. Because <laughs> it's just like because like I'll go. Well, I saw the Netflix. Okay, we got the Big Mouth. We got that Day Shift movie. It's just crime. Drama. What's on HBO Max? I love that John Oliver. Watch that every week. <laughs> That's the thing, like, like, because after a while, like, like, there was one that everybody talked about for years, and 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 well, not for years, but for a while, right. and it's it was, gone. It was Netflix. It was the uh, uh, the Queen's Gambit. Oh uh, yeah, I never watched it. Uh, say, like, uh, oh look, a, a, it looked, a TV show about chess. It looked fascinating to right. me, so I was kind of like, I was like, oh, I, I, I want to watch that, and I right. of course went yeah, out and the thing. Squid Game. Did Love that. <laughs> she never saw Squid Game. There's never watched. Never wow, like, that was good. I, I mean, I've I've seen I've seen a a YouTube video where they did all the Squid Game games, right? So I kind of I kind of felt like kind of felt like I watched it. I didn't get through all the the drama. Like, <laughs> I didn't care about the drama part. What games were they playing? Because I found that Red fast- Rover, Red Rover. <laughs> I found that fascinating with the fact that you're playing Red Light, Green Light, Tug right. of War, and all the other games. You're going, that's fascinating. Like <laughs> that's- Tug of War is so interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's even more interesting when you're five stories up and you get pulled off and you fall to your death. <laughs> yeah, just, that's kind of how it happens in the show. Like you're like, what? I just had kids pulling you know on the ground. Nope. Pull, oh, oh no! They fall to their death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. 
supposed to be coming out with season two for that, by the way. Yeah, I know. So you know, that's what makes you, me nervous because like I gotta watch this now because now I don't want to be behind. <laughs> now I'm two seasons behind. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> I'm never gonna watch it now. Fuck them. Two seasons. Fuck. They're an hour long. Son of a bitch. Can you make them thirty minutes? You know minutes? what? Can you just do me a favor? Just throw those episodes into a deep fryer. Call it calamari, and I'll 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 enjoy it at a later date. <laughs> Still won't do it. Still won't do it. You couldn't have calamari. You couldn't have brought maybe sushi. You can make it a pizza if you want. I still yeah. won't do it. You make a squid milkshake. You put cherry top inside. I'm not fucking touching that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Ed, there's been some casting news. Oh, okay, good. All right, um, I don't know if you knew it, but there is a WandaVision spinoff coming called Agatha, mm-hmm. Coven of Chaos. Yes. Well, they cast Aubrey Plaza. Uh, in it now. For those of you who don't know who Opera Palace is, I mean, she is a cute little girl out of Delaware. Mm-hmm. She's played she, mainly. She's um, known for Parker Rex. She's the goth girl. Yes, you know, big eyes, adorable. Kind of she always plays kind of kooky. You know, she did really good. It's a show on FX called Legion. Oh right, right, yeah, right. She played. Uh, I think it was. Uh, I want to say Charlie, but I could be wrong on the name. I kind of. She's the only reason why I wanted to watch that show. Yeah, and it, she was worth it. She's really. She's, uh, yeah, it's, it was, it's. It's. I think it's streaming on Hulu. It is right. So I'm gonna have to watch that. It is, it's a good show. I watched all. I didn't like how it ended. Right. It's only three seasons, so it won't like. But, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the 24 episode seasons end. I think. I don't care if it's got 24 episodes of. Oh, yeah, it's like now, quick, click, click, click. Go to Voodoo. Like, see if was, it's a- was it 24's episode? Now I'm like, like well, okay. I, 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 I watched it because it was on FX, and I right. watched it there, and I watched it week by week. But I mean, the the some of the some of the beginning, just the first like monologue at the beginning of the shows, just makes it so interesting, and you know, especially with the mind and all. And it just it was it was it's worth the watch just for that alone. And then you know, thing they said the ending. The ending to me just kind of was like it just it took a it took a turn, and it was like I didn't like the turn out and it. And it was gotcha. Like, but the the first season, two first two seasons, it's like wow, that was amazing. You know, that was that was really good. And the third season, the beginning of it was pretty good, but then it ended crappily. But anyway, uh, yeah. So she right now she's currently on the second season of HBO's anthology se- series, The White Lotus, as well as the FXX animated series, Little Demon. She's best known for her roles in shows like Park and Rex and Legion. There you go. In features, she starred in projects like Dirty Grandpa, Ingrid Goes West, and Emily the Criminal. Now, Ingrid Goes West was interesting because she started in that with Ed, what? Uh, I, I just looked it up. Uh, season one is eight episodes oh, of okay. Legion. Season two is 11. Right, and season three FX. is eight. Uh, it's FX. Yeah. It's Fox. I think, you know, right, whatever. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm, now I'm going to watch that. Right. I was going to watch it in the beginning, but yeah, it already applies it to it. I've watched, I think, a movie where it, um, where she played. Did she play? No, that was uh, Alexander Daddario, where she played uh, like a girlfriend of a guy who lost his. There's a movie that I want to watch where she goes back as a zombie. Uh-huh. And I'm kind of interested in that one, but uh-huh. I was like, all right, Aubrey Plaza, coming, coming the Wand Division. That's all right. All right, what else I got here? Uh, uh, uh. Oh, and remember. Back in, I think, June, we talked about a uh, copyright infringement case based upon Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. Yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Well, the lawsuit's been dropped. Oh, it has? Yes. Mariah Carey's $20 million All I Want for Christmas copyright infringement case dropped. 
Uh, okay, it is uh, the infringement case filed by a Mississippi songwriter against her, uh, songwriting her and her songwriting partner in the 1994 classic holiday classic, and recurring chart topper. All I want for Christmas is you has been dropped. Andy Stone initially filed the lawsuit against Carrie and her co-writer Walter uh, Afasanif in June, but pulled this claim against Carrie on Tuesday, this past Tuesday. Stone was seeking damages of no less than 20 mil for alleged copyright infringement pertaining solely to the song's matching titles, according to a report by Rolling Stone. Uh, in his original lawsuit, Stone has said his re- he recorded and released a song titled All I Want for Christmas Is You, under the moniker Vince Vance and the Valiants in 1989. His accusation called out the artist and her co-writer for willfully infringing his copyright of the song. Uh, he claimed they made a derivative version of his song, by the way. It wasn't like an exact copy, but just kind of a derivative. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, oh, I lost me. I was fucking scrolling. Uh, and unjustfully profiting from the track ever since. He also argued that the co-songwriters were aware of Stone's 1989 track because it had, quote, extensive airplay during the 1993 Christmas season. (laughs) Uh, The suit also involves Sony Music, which released All I Want for Christmas is You on Columbia Records as a a co-defendant in the suit, along with Sony Corp of America. Uh, contacted by Variety for reps for Sony Music and Carrie either declined or did not immediately respond to the request for comment. Uh, Stone's attorneys voluntarily dismissed the case, by the way, meaning the plaintiff can refile the suit in the future. But as Rolling Stone points out, Stone is unlikely to receive the $20 million prize he was bargaining for on the count that there are currently 177 copyrighted songs with the title All I Want for Christmas is You. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yet we only hear fucking one right at nauseam <laughs> all I want for Christmas is you sorry <laughs> okay so I don't know if you knew it or Ed but um, Denzel Washington's making um, Equalizer 3 get out <laughs> uh, he's making it <clears throat> with um we call it, uh, what's her name? Uh, they started together in uh, Dakota Fanning. Okay, and it's directed by Antoine Fuqua, right? Uh-huh. And they're currently filming in Italy. And you're like, Sean, why has this got to, what's, what's this got to do with anything, right? right? Well, apparently, it was hit with a drug raid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so um, the production of Equalizer 3 has finally begun as Sony Pictures revealed in October. That lead actor Denzel Washington, his co-star Dakota Fanning, and director Anquan Fuqua are currently in the film are on the film in Italy. The movie has been in production for weeks now, and off the set there was an incident. According to a new report, there was a drug raid connected to members of the film's catering crew, and it would seem that the authorities confiscated more than a hundred grams of cocaine during the operation. Wow. Uh, said raid took place last Tuesday, according to Variety. Um, Italian preliminary police apparently searched for drugs in the Mariori-based resort where Equalizer 3 crew is staying. The trade reports that authorities ultimately seized 120 grams of cocaine, which led to the arrest of two catering service employees. Two other caterers were also hit with alleged drug dealing charges and placed under house arrest in the resort. 
Oh, yeah, seems nice. We're going to place you under arrest. But you can stay in this swanky resort. Oh, jeez. Hey, are you? Are you a deal of the cocaine, huh? <laughs> you know what you could do? You can sit in this hotel. There's a very nice hotel. You get to order the room service, but we keep an eye on you. You know we'll leave at this hotel. <laughs> so the Chico marks. <laughs> hey, what about it with you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, <clears throat> it's said that the other member of the catering staff was found with a small possession and, is, as a result, had his driver's license taken away. Uh, hey! You know what? You have a cocaine, you don't can drive. <laughs> you, you stay in that apartment, that hotel, is very nice, eh? You, you don't can drive. You stay with this guy. <laughs> no room service. <laughs> you want the, You got the door dash. Comes out of your own pocket. <laughs> That is ridiculous. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, at this point in life, I mean, <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Well, now you might say, like, well, how'd they fucking come across this, right? Yeah. Well, apparently the drug bust was apparently initiated after the head of the production's catering service suffered a fatal heart attack that Monday. The news outlet reports that small packs of cocaine were later found on his clothes. With that, the police wondered whether other drug paraphernalia was presented in the area. Cops are also said to have searched a small port in Maori, where the production has also established a base of operations. Uh, Sony Pictures has yet to provide a statement regarding whether its recent development will affect the movie's production timeline in any way. Why would it? It's the people who service. Yeah, we decided to go with another catering fee. They're fine. Yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, what are you guys going to do? You guys going to go with this piece with these people? Yeah. <laughs> You know the movie wasn't the same since they switched the catering. <laughs> you know, like oh my god, I could see the I could see the difference in shots <laughs> right. when they went from this cater to this cater. Oh, you know they would have gone. They would have filmed more scenes in this hotel, but apparently somebody was under house arrest. <laughs> you know, so they just had the outside shot. That's the guy. He's staying right there. <laughs> oh, see the guy beautiful. waving in the window. Yeah, that's the one. Oh my god, it's a beautiful place. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this past January, Denzel Washington confirmed that it was in development with the script being written. Fans got an even bigger surprise in June when it was reported that the movie would reunite Washington with Dakota Fanning, who starred, famously starred alongside him, uh, the Oscar winner in 2004, Man's on Fire. Uh, obviously, the plot's being currently under wraps, but no one cares. Everyone's more going, hey, Variety reached out to Garbo Prezzoni, the company that's handling physical production in Italy, and the spokesperson said the organization had no comment. Hey, no comment. What do you mean we got the cocaine? How do you think we stay up all day? We got the make of the pizzas. We got the make of the spaghetti. We got the make of the linguine. You know? Maybe make the lasagna. You know, we would be a player of Mario. You know? We got to have a little toots, toots, you know, to keep us awake. That Denzel, he's a very demanding. He got to have just the right amount of sauce. You got to put the sugar in the sauce. Not the coke, not the, not the, not the nose candy. Don't do that to Denzel. No one does that to Denzel. Dakota, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but not to Denzel. He's an Oscar winner. <laughs> we got the little pizzerias going on. A little coke. No, it's, it's, not, it's not the sugar. It's a little nose candy. They got a little toot toot. Keep you up all night. Next thing you know, we play a lot of Pac-Man. That's what we do all night. We make it the pizza, the linguine, the, uh, all the Italian stuff. 
I'm still on the fact that Dakota me. <laughs> but not that's all. Hey, I love that cute little girl. She was awesome in the War of the Worlds with the Tom Cruise. Oh, do you see the Maverick? It's such a beautiful film. <laughs> I don't know who he sold the soul to, but oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, if I only had a career. If Scientology is that good, I'll sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm all about the size and the spaghetti. I dance out. He make the equalizer of three. Oi. Oi. <laughs> Oi, vey. So we get rid of that one. Uh, uh, uh. Let's see. So, uh. All right. So Daniel Radcliffe reveals the biggest misconception about the Weird Al Yanker. About Weird Al. Ready, Ed? Yeah. An exclusive interview with E! News, Daniel Radcliffe detailed what he learned about Weird Al Yankovic playing him in the satirical biopic Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Daniel Radcliffe wants you to know that there's more to Weird Al Yankovic than parodies and polkas. He learned what he learned, he would not realize. He's like, the thing that is a misconception about Al is, is that it's all just like silliness and fun. He extensively told E! News, uh, film's November 1st premiere in New York City, it also walks. It also walks a line that he's incredibly precise, like his comedy, the way he performs as a musician. How many different styles you really have to become a master of? It's something that is just unbelievably uncommon skill and range of skills. As much as people love him, the thirty-three-year-old continued. Harry Potter's thirty-three years old. Just saying. <laughs> I still think people should write him higher as an artist. Rate him, yeah, that's nice. Good look at him, right? You know, right of You know, hey, like, look, you know, you, you gotta the stuff that he does. Yeah, sure, he does the parodies and the polkas and stuff like that. But that takes a level of skill that nobody else is able to achieve. He should be kind of maybe rock and roll hall of fame inductee. Weird Al Yankovic, I think so. You know, <clears throat> so of course they say they rose to fame in 1980s with hits such like "Smells as Nirvana." That's not in the 80s, fucker. Eat It, Amish Paradise, also not in the 80s. Fat, White Nerdy, also not in the 80s. That was one of my favorite. All About the Pentiums is also a favorite of mine. Just throwing it out there. As well as a variety of polka medallies and most recently the 2018 song, The Hamilton Polka. So to prayer for the role, Daniel chooses to learn to play the accordion. Look, I'm very, I'm very, I'm, I'm not very good at it, he said. But it's very enjoyable. <laughs> so... Apparently, Daniel Radcliffe playing uh, playing their accordion. Yeah, I mean they look so much alike. I mean, there's a poetry. <laughs> Daniel is so short. Hold on, I gotta find out. I gotta know. Yeah, I mean, he, he, well, I mean, I, I I think I think Weird Al is very tall, but I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. But I, I'm, I but I think Daniel is kind of short. How tall is Daniel Radcliffe? Five five. Okay. How tall is Al Yankovic? Six foot. Yeah. So you got five inches on him. Seven. Seven, sorry. <laughs> Just so you know, Tiny Tim 6'1". I don't know, people also search for Emo Phillips, 6'2". Coolio was 5'8". Michael Jackson was 5'9". George Kennedy, 6'4". Stevie Wonder, 6'0". Chad Smith, 6'3". Judy Tudor, 5'2". <laughs> Why did that come? Like it's, People also search for how tall is Tiny Tim? <laughs> Of course, when you, how tall is it? Daniel Radcliffe, it was Emma Watson's 5'5. Five five. Alan Radcliffe is 5'9. Rupert Grint, 5'8. Elijah Wood, 5'6. Tom Felton, 5'9. And all of a sudden, okay, Bonnie Wright, 5'9. 
five six. You're going okay. I I get why all these next next up after that. Channing Tatum six one. Sandra Bullock five seven. <laughs> okay, maybe because the two of them start with Daniel Radcliffe in in the that movie. The uh, the Lost City. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to watch that. It's on streaming. I think on Paramount or Paramount. And, yeah. <clears throat> all right. Since we're talking about Harry Potter or Daniel Radcliffe. Have you seen the movies? <laughs> I'm just asking. I mean, you may say, Have you seen the movies? What movies? The, the, the Harry Potter movies. Of course. Okay. You know there's a certain house elf who passes away. He dies on a beach. Dobby. Yeah. All right. Well, apparently, there's a memoriam out there where he died. Somewhere, I guess, made a statue or something. It's a beach, right? Mm-hmm. Well... Harry Potter fans asked not to leave socks at Dobby Memorial Site. <laughs> like, look, I'm a fan of stuff. I, I mean, the memorial is in Wales, can stay put, but fans are being urged to respect the area's wildlife. <clears throat> Spoilers, Dobby's death scene is one of the more emotional moments in the Harry Potter movies. So much so, the fans go out of their way to visit the location it was filmed in Pembrokeshire Wells. So many Potterheads were stopping by to contribute socks and other mementos to Dobby's grave that the UK's National Trust reviewed if the memorial would be permitted to stay in place. Now the National Trust's latest press release, the organ decided that the memorial to Dobby will remain at Freshwater West and in the immediate term for people to enjoy. Environmental officials are urging the public to not only take photos during visits to the memorial and stay away from the bringing, stay away from bringing socks or other trinkets that could enter the marine environment and the food chain to put wildlife at risk. That makes sense. Right, right. <clears throat> in Harry Potter Chambers of Secrets, um, Chamber of Secrets, Harry tricks Dobby's master into giving the house elf a sock. House elves become free when their masters present them with clothes, leading to the iconic line, Master has given Dobby a sock. Dobby is free. You're welcome. Right. Oh. <laughs> Great impression. By Thank the you. Way. Thank you very much. So, uh, so a sock became the fitting term for well-intentioned fans to bring to Dobby's grave. Along with the footwear, some fans were leaving messages painted on rocks that say, Here lies Dobby, a free elf lining up with the grave Harry creates for the character in the movie. But according to the release, uh, Freshwater West is a, quote, site of special scientific interest that it's home to a, quote, largely gray seals, a harbor harbor porpoise, and some of the largest populations of seabirds in the world. Hmm. The trust is asking the visitors to leave no trace. In other words, leave no socks. So... It makes me laugh, like especially. I mean, it's 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 nice that they do something like that. They leave something behind, you know, like a, like a a piece of, of movie history, and you're going, oh, you know. And then it's just like, and like would I visit it? I don't know. I mean, it depends if I was there for some other reason, and like, oh, Dobby's memorial is here. Sure, you know what? I'll go and see it. You know, like like type of thing. I'm not gonna go out of my way to to go see this, but it just makes me laugh. Just like the Rocky statue here in Philadelphia. You know, right? Like, like, as as a as a town that has a fictional character monument to a fictional character, 
like, look, I get it. You stand up. You know what they're not doing? They're not leaving puncher bags. They're not leaving gloves. <laughs> well, right. Not to mention, Dobby was a computer animated character. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not. He's even less real. Right. Like, look, I get it. As a as a Rocky fan, I've seen the ta- statue. I've touched the statue. I think I have a photo with the statue. So I'm sure somewhere in my life, I will go back at that point and be like, hey, look at me, Rocky. <sighs> I just can't. My wife loves Harry Potter. She loves it. Uh, I just can't see us ever going on a, a plane, right. flying out to that place, just so, so we can see a fictional grave of a fictional character, and just be like, "I'm gonna leave my sock <laughs> to a free elf." Uh, Love you, Dobby. Yeah, you know, just I just it's, it's like he's already free. By the way, like, right? It's not and like he's, he's free of this mortal coil too right. because he's dead. He's finally he's free, twice free. Right, <laughs> that's the thing. Like you don't have to leave the sock. It's been done. Like, right, right. Like, done. Look, and and not mention it's done once. You give him the sock. He's now a free elf. He can do whatever the fuck he chooses. He'd be like, get that smelly thing right. away from me, like, asshole. Like, it'd be like if you could talk to him. Like, let's say he was still alive. Like, you know what? <sighs> For goddamn 50 fucking years. You know how many stinky, sweaty socks I had to deal with? Christ. Why couldn't I have had a happier ending? Why did it have to be a sock? Couldn't it have been a bra or panties? <laughs> My life would have been infinitely better if I knew women were peeling off their panties and throwing them at me. <laughs> Tom Jones would have had nothing on Dobby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I could have been somebody. No, it's got to be a stinky, sweaty sock. I get it. Everyone has a sock. You know what the problem is? Everyone's got a sock. (laughs) How about let's trim that down? Maybe instead of being a sock, I'll take underwear. I ain't picky. Bra, probably good. Brazier. I don't know. Corset. I don't know. Something. Stockings. Maybe I like to feel sexy too. I don't know. How about something a little nice? Cash would have been nice. You know, how about there had to be fucking goddamn clothes? What if it was a dollar bill he gave me? Dobby would have been a millionaire. No. I had to get the smelly sock. Now I had to go, ooh, Dobby's a free of. Kiss my ass. <laughs> God, you know how many ta- uh, open up packages? Sock. <sighs> That's the worst thing. It's one sock. It's not even a pair of socks. <laughs> I have to hope and pray that two people come and give me a pair of socks. <laughs> like, I don't get fired. This pair of socks, blue sock, we're here for three years. Finally, I got another blue sock. Ain't the same blue because I wear that one. Now it's been washed. It's more of a pastel blue. This was more of a baby blue. God damn it. Pay attention, people. Harry Potter, Harry Potter. God damn. Socks. It's bad enough I look like a naked cat. Who Dobby's a free elf? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Kiss my ass. I'm out of here. 
Get my car. <laughs> I need another pack of Lucky Strikes. <laughs> End scene. <laughs> Ed, did you watch Westworld on HBO? No, I did not. But guess what? It's canceled. <laughs> Really? Yep. Canceled after, and the reason why I bring it up is because Evan Rachel Wood is actually part of the show, so look, it all ties back into the Weird Al. <laughs> uh, HBO's canceled Westworld after four seasons, the network announced on Friday. The news comes just under three months after the series aired its fourth season finale on August 14th. Uh, Variety is told a multitude of factors went into the decision to end the sci-fi drama, including the production's hefty price tag, combined with dwindling viewership and an ongoing evaluation of programming across the board at HBO's new parent, Warner Brothers Discovery. It's just it's just so wild because it's like, that's like one of those shows that people, like, could agree, crank, acclaimed show, you know, blah, 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 winning right. awards, like, I don't even know what it was. But it was just like, like, like that was the next thing that was like after Game of Thrones, basically, like, that was right, like... Had good I, right, had Right, and and you and you go and, oh, okay, you know, I guess that's the next big thing for HBO. But then, of course, though, like, that's the re- the reality of it is, is like, it's like, it doesn't matter how well it does, it's just like, it's too much of a price tag, and HBO's got to cut. Right, they're going to cut it. Yeah. Um, I also have a problem. Okay, not really a problem. I have issue with how they end season four. How they end season three? Sorry, season three, season four over the past four seasons. Like, did they end season four with a finale? Right. Because if you left it off to interpretation, and HBO isn't going to give you the money to kind of finish that ending, you're stuck with four seasons with no finale. So you don't know what's going to happen to those characters. Right. So you're kind of stuck in this limbo going, for four years I've watched the show religiously. I loved it. I think it's great. Now I have to hear from Bob's big lots, who was the caterer, that he knows the writer. And he said that, well, apparently the, the show is going to end like this. Right. And I'm never going to see it. Or they'll talk to the stars or the production team, and they're gonna be like, oh. "I say we'll 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 be talking about this like next year or whatever, right. like you know about writers that will like this is how H the how Westworld season five was going to happen or or how right. it's going to end. Where it was yeah. going to end? And, yeah. You know, had we get, had they given us enough time, we could have came up with an ending for season four that could have finished the entire. Like at least CW knew that they were canceling; they weren't sure. Right. So what they did, the smart thing is what I call it. It's the dollhouse theory. It's like, or the Buffy theory is that you make every season feel like it's the last season. You put a button at the season finale. So that way, in case they don't come back, you can still be satisfied going, all right, you know what? It's okay. I mean, yeah, sure. It's not coming back. But at least it had a, an ending. Right. There wasn't any kind of questions of whether or not this was going to happen. Like, what if a person has got shot and killed at the end of the season like a JR moment. Right. Where it's like, oh my, and could you imagine if JR in Dallas got shot in that episode and then they went, yeah, we're canceling the show? <laughs> There'd be fucking riots. <laughs> Look it up, kids. <laughs> Dallas, JR shot. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I mean, or it's like um, Khaleesi becoming queen and, and Jon Snow stabbing her and then they go, yeah, you know what? We're not, we're not going to tell you who's the king. Right. You're like, what? Right. Huh? That makes no sense. Yeah. You know, so in, I just kind of wish that they would be more thoughtful. Like, I don't mind. You know, you cancel show, production value, that's fine. How about, you know what, give those 
companies or those those programs that they're going to cancel with maybe a questionable season finale either give them enough time to be able to finish that arc so they can kind of close uh, put a button on it or give them like an hour and a half give them like a, a hbo max movie mm-hmm. uh, you know where it's like okay you know what we're not we'll give you a limited series we'll give you like five episodes you know yeah we know it's expensive but we want to round it out maybe that we can use that we can use that to maybe get some more viewership because they're like, oh no, there's going to be five more episodes of Westworld. Maybe we'll see an uptick in viewership and we'll see an uptick in subscriptions. See, the, the problem with that though is the fact is that like you, you get that super huge high ratings because you right. know it's the end. So everybody watches going, oh fuck, I got to see what, how that right, I got to see how this ends. ends and wraps it up. So now all of a sudden it becomes that resurgence type of thing where it's like, well, those five episodes did huge. And then of course, like to me, like, like, like a lot of them that do that, like the, the next season kind of collapses there's not many that go on like beyond right that. right they come back from the dead the cancellation thing it's very rare that does that happen where the a tv show gets canceled and then pulls an audience back for whatever reason like look at remington steel they were canceling the show pierce has announced his 007 they're like whoa 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 right he can't be 007 you know what because he's remington steel now still he's still he's still under contract for one more year yeah. And you're going, okay, well, after one more year, you didn't increase viewership. In fact, you probably lost more viewership because you fucked him in a role. Mm. And he was visibly pissed right. by it. So you go, okay, well, I guess we're going to we'll, now we'll cancel it. He's like, thanks. You know, sooner I could have gotten some real paychecks. Fucking, <sighs> fucking bastards. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're right. That That is completely right. But I think, though, like, I think... For Pierce Brosnan to be Bond, that for example, that was probably a better because those those two movies were terrible. I mean, you know, like and they cut production. Yes, in yeah, the second one. yeah, I would not. Goldeneye I thought was a better introduction, but maybe they were gonna. Maybe they had to change it because of Pierce. I don't know. Maybe not. I did not like the year. Well, what was it? Um, the Living Daylight and uh, Tomorrow. No, uh, Kill. Kill, Kill. Yeah, the two of them are not, not really the best Bond movies. Because the license to kill, the budget was cut completely. That's why I right. ended up in Mexico. It was supposed to be in Japan. It was supposed right. to be a whole ninja sequence and all this <laughs> other stuff going on. Instead, we got Benicio Del Toro shoved in a wood chipper. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I, you know what? I don't, I'm, I'm canceling this last article. Because I was like, Weird Al biopic almost featured time travel in multiverses. I, we don't care. Do you care? I kind of do. I mean, that's probably not that great. But <laughs> I mean, basically, the director Eric Appeal tells us about the ideas that were too strange to make the final cut. Uh, he's like, uh, he's like most biopics say themselves on for say that ninety eight percent of what happened actually on screen did really occur in real life. That's not the case with Weird, the Al Yankovic story. It's flipped. The director said it's 98% fiction and 2% fact. <laughs> uh, so he's like, I think at one point we may have, I may have pitched time travel or meeting multiple versions of Al from different universes, he says. Uh, that was a little too far. Maybe we'll do a sequel. We can use some of those crazier ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Weird began, uh, began life as a spoof trailer with Apple uh, Appeal. Directed for Funny or Die website back in 2010. That era- in that iteration, Aaron Paul played Yankovic and Olivia Wilde played portrayed Madonna, while Yankovic was casted as the recording company executive. He reprised his role Man. in the one. Uh, it was the right. It was right after Notorious B.I.G. biopic had come out. 
Uh, typically, at that time, biopics were someone who had been dead for, you know, like 25 years. The Biggie movie felt like like those events just happened. I was reading an article about a fa- uh, factual inaccuracies in that movie because it was such a fresh story. And I got to thinking about all how all the biopics are kind of like that. They take events that happen over a course of years, sometimes, and cram them into one scene for dramatic purposes. I thought it'd be funny to make a fake biopic trailer about someone who's not only still alive, but then to completely fabricate the story in a ridiculous way. And being a longtime Yankovic fan, uh, appeals soon alighted to the notion of making Weird Al the subject of his fake trailer. He's like, it works on some meta level because he's the king of parodies, and it's a parody itself, and also I know that his life is kind of, is kind of squeaky, squeaky clean. He said, I reached out to Pat Oswald, who I knew was a friend of Al, just to get Al's blessing. It felt like an idea that he might want to do himself, so I'm like, I just want to make sure he's cool with me doing this. Much to my surprise, that evening I was having coffee with Weird Al, who wanted to collaborate with me on it. I never met him before, and I've been a huge fan my whole life, and suddenly we're sitting in a coffee shop on Sunset Boulevard, watching biopic trailers on a laptop, taking notes of all our favorite tropes and wanted to make fun of. <laughs> Fast forward, biopic style, nine years. Uh, <clears throat> in the intervening time, Yankovic has taken to showing the spoof trailers at his concert, while Appel carved out his career as a writer, director of sitcoms, overseeing episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Silicon Valley, and as well as co-creating Fox's Son of Zord. He always believed that the short would turn be turned into a movie, but felt it was up to Yankovic to pull the trigger on taking the project further. Uh, the ball was in Al's court. Um, if at any point in those years he had rang me up and said, do you want to make this his movie? I would have jumped at it. It didn't happen until 2019. I got a random email from him one February morning. Al was trying to figure out what he, wants, what he was going to do next. He just had released his career retrospective box set and was like, I've been playing this trailer at my concert for 10 years. People come up to me after the show and ask, is this movie real? I want to see this. Bohemian Rhapsody had just come out. Rocket Man was about to come out. With biopics back in the zeitgeist, I was like, how would you feel about turning the trailer into a movie? And the next morning, we're sitting in a coffee shop coming up with ideas. <laughs> <clears throat> he was determined to, um, Apple was, Appel was determined to recruit actors for the roles of Yankovic and McDonough, who could play their roles at least seriously straight, regardless of how goofy things got on screen. That led them to respective doors of Radcliffe and Wood, who both proved receptive to the project. Um, we sent the script to Dan's reps, and a week later, Al and I were on a Zoom meeting with him. He was like, I want to do this. <laughs> By the end of the phone call, he was asking Al what kind of accordion to buy, and he was like, I'm going to practice learning accordion just in case this movie gets greenlit eventually. Uh, Evan saw the email from her agent and said, you're being requested to play Madonna in a movie, and the way she put it is, when do you ever get that email? Of course I'm going to do this. Uh, Appel says he's yet to hear what Madonna herself thinks of the film, but thinks she would like it. Evan plays a very fun version of Madonna. Like, Evan doesn't play the real Madonna. She plays in the idea of Madonna, or what conservative parents thought Madonna was probably like in the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) In addition to the two lead actors, the cast Weird uh, features Rain Wilson as Dr. Demento, Jack Black as disc jockey Wolfman Jack, and Yankovic himself reprising his record-labored boss role in the Funny or Die short. So what's it like to direct Yankovic in a Yankovic biopic? He's like, um, weird for lack of a better term. It was really fun directing him and Dan in the same scene together. You come on set and you get you give a note. Okay, Al, I have a thought. 
and two heads turn around and look at you. <laughs> uh, his film received its world premiere at this year's Toronto International Film Festival, and according to the director, has proven a hit fan with fans with fans and non-fans alike. It's been incredibly well received. We screened it in Mexico City a week ago, and I talked to several people who loved it as a biopic parody and really knew nothing about Weird Al. Now <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> so multiverses and <laughs> yeah that just seems like <laughs> time travel right <coughs> wow that would have been now yeah yeah you yeah, know you what that would, that would seem too much i think it was the perfect amount of like it took like a moment in time because they didn't get into obviously they because there is a tragic story to alice past because his parents passed away mm. his real life parents passed away because they of uh my carbon monoxide poisoning because they had a, a house and the they didn't open the shutters for a fireplace, mm. so they wound up passing away in their sleep. So it was like it was like horrible. I was like, oh my god, the guy like like that sucks. Like right. he was like, and his family, of course, was very supportive. It wasn't like it wasn't the movie apparently, but right. when I read that, it was like years and years and years ago. So I guess you know, hopefully, he's worked through the pain. But that's just gotta suck. It's like the house he bought them. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. So after the success <clears throat> he buys his house, you know. Right. And it's 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 yeah, it's it's just tragic and and uh you know, it's just like the same for Disney like he 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 bought a house for his mother and right. you know, and he, they think that's why they think a lot of like Disney characters the the mother dies is because Right. Of, He's working know, out his his, his pain. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's it it is it's just a tragedy but you go and you know like he he still like picked up the pieces and right. Like, Bye, Sharona. <laughs> Bye, <Bologna>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. Makes me want to go home and watch it again. <laughs> so funny. Hey, that's it. That's all I got. I got no. I got no big pow wham bam. It's it's like it goes out with a whimper. I guess this episode. There <laughs> uh, you go. <sighs> Could have been panties. No, it's got to be a goddamn sock. There. And the one I hide out. Hey, thanks for listening, folks. If you haven't already guessed it, surprise, it's Geekster still. <laughs> still, after all this time, 466 episodes, <laughs> you guys are still getting suckered in by me. <laughs> Scientology rules. <laughs> all right, well, if you haven't already, God damn it, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Or follow us on Twitter at, Geek- at Geeksters. Or, I don't know, maybe pick up a keyboard, type out an email to Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. It's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, Boo. Boo. Boo.